Hello, and welcome to Well, There's Your Problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides that sometimes we have to record multiple times. Uh, <laughs> I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Okay, go. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. I'm the person who's talking now. My pronouns are she and her. Yay, Liam. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck uh, you too, hi. buddy. I, I, I love you so much. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Liam Anderson. Uh, I'm the one who's real mad at my insurance company today. Oscar Health, if you're listening, I implore your CEO to... You fuckers. $303 a month, and for what? Bullshit nothingness. Fucking horrible. Fucking horrible people. Absolutely terrible. Why do I even have to have health insurance? Just fucking Medicare for all, so I don't have to deal with this what's, bullshit. What, what's, Medicare for thanks, all. Thanks, so Obama. What, what's, what's your pronouns? <laughs> He and him, cool. and angry. We 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 have two guests this we time. We have two guests. Yeah. Guests, who are you? What are your pronouns? What are you doing here? Uh, shall I start? Um, I my name is uh, Gareth Dennis. Uh, my pronouns are he and him, and I am here to uh, make it really expensive for us all to be assassinated. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. This is this is the episode that gets us all killed. The the podcast that kills you instantly. <laughs> the podcast that kills all of its hosts instantly. I, I have a family. This, is, not, this is my disclaimer. I have a family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't kill me. I, I kind of. Uh, you could probably kill me with like pretty low repercussions. Uh, but, you know, please don't. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm so toast. I, I have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to announce myself. I, I know what's coming next. No, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> I, my name's Angry Scooter. My real name is Redacted. Um, my pronouns are not and responsible for this, um, but also <laughs> that, that's that's not a pronoun joke either. You literally have to like redact your pronouns yeah, because they're yeah. identifiable. For those, for for the ra the few liberals that'll get mad, it's they them. It's just I know what's coming. It won't matter at the end of this. <laughs> do you have a yeah. do you have a disclaimer first before we start before oh, we God are, are all killed? I forgot the disclaimer already. I'm so the, dead. The disclaimer um, the disclaimer is that you don't represent anyone. Uh, right, yeah, you, I, you're I, not saying anything to anyone about anything. It's in you, the notes. No one... It's in the notes. It's Scooter. For the love of God, do not forget to say I am not here representing anyone, including the former company or companies I have worked for. My opinions are of my own and not of anyone else's that I know. Uh, mm. I am not responsible for the deaths of the people in this podcast. They were all <laughs> solid state of mind. Uh, and lastly, that legitimately and the actual one. Uh, that I was an individual on a trip helping some people. Some stuff happens. There were miscommunications. It happens. It just got real fucky. Um, we're not going to talk too much about the fucky part, but in a place where the journalism's kind of fucky, I'm, I'm going to talk about the fucky part. But that's that's my <laughs> oh, problem. Yeah. That's the thing that gets me assassinated. I am not going to talk about the fucky no, stuff. No, no. There we go. Yeah. Um. What you see on the screen in front of you is a meme from the film Super Troopers. Great movie. Yep. Yeah. Great, great movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk that's about. A, that's my boss grabbing me to do what's about to happen. It's a <laughs> <Yeah>. screenshot. <laughs> what we're going to talk about is AMLO's other pet railroad project, the Corridor Interoceanico. Del Istmo de Tehuantepec. Oh, 
I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna get with, between, between your pronunciations, the drops that I have queued up, Liam's yeah. sort of general disrespect for all nations and peoples, we already have enough reason for AMLO to have all three of us assassinated and not lose a wink of sleep over it. I was about to say, I, oh, yeah. the, the pronunciations have not gotten better the second or third time I've had to say that. I, I, I have a child. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, you do. It's I feel a, like a periodic reminder is honestly a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, please, please do not kill Gareth Dennis, friend of the show. Uh, this is an absolute disaster incoming, and I have a child. Yeah, uh, <laughs> people will die. Uh, I have. A, um, yeah. Yes, but before we talk about that, we have to talk about the goddamn news again. Okay, yeah, so Gareth and I have just finished recording an hour and change of Trash Future, and then 20 minutes and change of this podcast where we just talked about this. Um, so, yeah, let's let's do more of that. Uh, we, we have fucked HS2, High Speed 2, the UK's uh, allegedly prestige rail project that was allegedly going to take you from London all the way to Manchester on a very high-speed train. Uh, and now it's probably not going to do any verb in that sentence anymore, uh, or any of the nouns. Probably yeah. some of the prepositions. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, my, I, I, I'm so angry about this. I mean, this has been an inevitability for at least two years. Um, the Conservative government, in it, as it as it's evolved into becoming just a like basically a load of right wing internet memes, um, it was never going to deliver this. So, uh, you know, two years ago, we had the integrated rail plan, which was um, basically a load of bullshit where they used to, they hid the fact that they, they cancelled like 25% of the project. They've now cancelled, well, actually more than that, about 40% of the project. They've cancelled another 20% of the project today. By all intents and purposes, this means that HS2 overall is now dead. Um, they've left the thing from London, Euston up to Berlin, Curzon Street. They are um, building, and in fact, yeah, Alice and I have already talked about this extensively for like 50 minutes. Uh, alone, Houston itself is also being built um, deliberately small. So, right, okay, sorry. Table stakes that the Tories have cancelled this. What has surprised even me, I, I, I thought I was, you know, angry and cynical enough that it, nothing surprised me anymore about this, but they have, they're essentially proposing to uh, and intend to get rid of all the safeguarding of, of the routes. So they're not just cancelling it, but they're ensuring that it can be never and can never be built. They are getting rid of all the safeguarding. They are selling off the land. They are um, basically sacking everyone. They're destroying HS2 Limited as an organization. And they're also building London Euston, London Euston, where they have you know, a huge amount of land purchased, construction currently underway. They're going to basically build flats on half of it, but without providing any passive provision to build platforms underneath to make sure that that station can never be big enough to build the rest of HS2. This is fucking pure spite stuff. Oh, sorry. This is spite stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pure evil. It's uh, absolutely It's not quite pure. The thing that's pure evil is all the transphobia that's uh, that they that they've been ah, pumping out too. of the yeah. the, um, the CPC. But yes, it, this is this is really bad. This is like the only long term thinking Britain has managed to muster in the last fifteen years. It's and obviously, fucking it's gone. over the. Well, they've they've long term thought about how to fuck you over. Correct. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, credit where credit's due to. Think yeah. about all the money they're going to save and what wonderful projects they're going to use it on, like building the tram line that already exists to Manchester Airport. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And or, or also, like more lanes on motorways, or not even yeah. more lanes. The just M6 resurfacing. is getting widened with the money for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. So it, 
70 road projects and like a smattering of public transport projects that as as Rod says have already been built. Yeah. This is this is this is like fucking amateur shit. This is quite I, I'm very angry about this, everyone. Actually, this is a this is a problem because this how angry I am about this is possibly an alibi and a justification for me. I'm just gonna say I'm I'm sound of mind, I'm healthy, I have a child, <laughs> I have yeah. no intentions of uh, like Yeah, you're worried about the Mex it's the British rail that's gonna get you. No, they can't, because we can't do anything in this country. Yeah, you, if, if you went and you, like, lay down on the tracks, you know, absolutely voluntarily and not with several Mexican, like, external special forces <laughs> personnel around you, waiting to get hit by a train, just nothing would happen because there's no trains anymore. Uh, we have exactly. Exactly. opinions are theirs, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> there, but th this will allow for a real long-term investment in Britain's future by saving enough money to provide every person in Great Britain with one British rail sandwich. <laughs> wow. mm, delicious. Yeah. We're all getting yeah. the sort of mandatory plowmans. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, one of the most short-sighted things I've seen in infrastructure. And that's saying something because I live in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We're going to get this in a few years. It's mm. coming with Amtrak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want more on this, uh, there is a trash feature coming out very soon where... Alice and I uh, and friends uh, have become yeah, very angry about guys. this. Yeah, uh, plus uh, some some other guys. Yeah, you, some, you can also dude. you can also go listen to some Rail Natter about this. Yeah, no, the next sixteen it. episodes of Rail Natter are going to just be about this. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, it's to just that. you screaming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just me holding down the swear button for an entire hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man after my own heart. In, in other news. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, brains, brains, brains. Yeah. brains. brains. Yeah. We all brains. we all shook brains. hands with Brainger. The the ah, entire oh, yeah. It. yeah. That joke was even funnier the second time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we had to redo this. This is actually this is actually good because now that we're all zombies, we can't be. Yeah, that's true. This You're is not true. zombies. True. You're not zombies. So, this is the American American emergency alert system that went off. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I'm still actually a human. Uh, it's yeah. it's so Liam and Rose that. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah, the ones yeah. that lost your brain. So who you know. Debatable. It's the American. I don't, so, I don't suffer from insanity. I enjoy every moment of it. So, so pre <laughs> President Joe Brandon uh, activated the big Microsoft the vaccine chip button in in the Oval Office. The torment nexus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and so uh, every American with a phone that was on got the uh, like uh, presidential alert that like shit's going down. Um, yeah, and it, it, it zombified everybody. It zombified everyone. And this is the five G. Um, I tell you what, I was smart. I went to the grocery store, stocked up on brains beforehand. I mean, I didn't have to wander <laughs> the streets. Um, I told my, I told my broker, I said, my whole portfolio, put it in brains and brain futures. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm the yeah. richest yeah, zombie on my block now. <laughs> You're like an early crypto adopter, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I may diversify just now. I think you know, there's there's a there is a brain bubble. Let's get real. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> there, 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 there's some Welsh gags in here because they have a beer called Brains. So uh, ah, yeah, for all no. the, uh, Welsh script writers, get going. And also yeah. let these two try your beer. You know. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, that was the goddamn news. We're holding it together. Oh, a shout out to Devin, of course, who has made a little pop happen and said hello to you all. Uh, yeah. Devin, this is hell. 
We can only apologise. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be uh, what we've delivered is a sort of bundle of threads, which Devon is going to have to like uh, like sew together into a buyer tapestry of podcast. Yes. Okay, so you can see there's already some annotations here from the first run through of this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, John Madden, hooray! Yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah we, so, we 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 got to talk about what is the ferrocarril Istmo de Tehuantepec. Ah, Which, you're go. also inflicting this wow, dreadful that, peewee on me again. Pronunciation didn't make me want to just die. Yeah. That was that was pretty oh, good. So, sorry, sorry. The 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 Pharaoh Carol Istmo de Tehuantepec. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, yes. I I don't know how to pronounce nothing. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the Tehuantepec Isthmus Railroad. Yeah, and you can see on the screen here. There's some there's some track oh. here, which uh. Not it's missing one of its fundamental ingredients. You're, you're missing. Yeah, you're missing an ingredient here. Um. <laughs> Hey, do you yeah. mean to tell me that you can't just dump a railroad like on the ground and expect <laughs> it to just kind of like settle? You know? Yeah, they've 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 just missed a bit. They've just missed the they, they, when you know when you accidentally like spill drop some flour or some egg on your recipe. They've just kind of done that on on like one of the major ingredients of the railway. We'll yeah, get to great. why they are doing that in a couple of slides, but. It's exactly what you think is cool. <laughs> all I can say. Yeah, good. So uh, this is actually a fairly old railroad. It was built in 1894, then rebuilt in 1907. This is sort of part of a project to, we're going to build a railroad across the narrowest part of the Isthmus from Salina Cruz down here on the Pacific to Coatzacoalcos, uh, which is up here on the Atlantic <laughs> in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Yeah, it's like a fond sort of dream of Mexican internal colonialism, right? Like ever since the Porfiriato, uh, like, you know, before the Panama Canal even is like, you know, Mexico is going to take control of all of the trade between the Atlantic and the Pacific by building a railroad that goes through Veracruz and Oaxaca. Uh, and you just load all your stuff onto one port, put it on a train, take it off at the other port. Uh, the fact that this goes through like uh, very indigenous areas of Mexico, the fact that this is like very bad terrain, you know, these are just challenges in the sort of great romantic struggle of the Mexican people for you know yeah. modernization. Yeah. Once again, we see that um, train uh, can be problematic, folks. Uh, yes. Train yeah. cancelled. So, yeah, train cancelled. Oh no. The big issue again. with this theory. Yeah, uh, which, let me tell you about HS Tale. Yeah. <laughs> the big issue with this theory, which remains today, of course, is that. It turns out taking things off a ship and putting them on a train and then taking them off the train and putting them back on a ship is pretty inefficient compared to just running the ship straight through, right? Yeah, which is laserized Teddy Roosevelt appears on screen. You know? Exactly. So, you know, the Panama Canal just ate this thing's lunch in 1914. Um, yeah. You know, There's basically no reason for it. Yeah, um, we'll continue to eat its lunch in 2023. It's just like overflow capacity for it, kind of. Well, if only they'd invented the box by this point. Yeah, it gets a little weirder when you invent the box and you invent oil refineries. Yes. That's, that's where things get weird. So um, this is used extensively for moving supplies during the Mexican Revolution, but afterwards freight traffic sort of drops off. Um, they still run passenger trains on it under uh, the Nacional de Mexico, uh, which is, you know, the nationalized railroad in Mexico until yeah. it was privatized in the 90s. Um, I miss the Enya de Ame. But then again, everyone does, and that's why AMLO is, like, on his sort of, like, railroad thing, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and then after that, the corridor was not used very much for freight or for any reason at all. Essentially falls into disrepair over 30 years. 
Um, I think there's like a southern portion that was operating and a northern portion that was operating, but the middle was gone. Um, you, 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 know. you have to mention who was operating it. Uh, it's uh, the evil G- Orange Empire. The, the Orange Empire, Genesee and Wyoming. Yeah. The only worse thing that can happen to it than nature itself. It sort of like becomes a line that brings oil products to a plastic factory and then brings the plastic pellets back to the port. Um, cool. And yet a, a, a trace of the false self. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. A trace of the true self remains the false self, yes. So then uh, they elect this guy named Andres Manuel Lopez Oprador, right? Yeah, he's better than the other guy. Yeah. And the other other guy. And the other other guy, yeah. He's, and the other other guy. He's big on this stuff like domestic development, control of natural resources, development of industry. They elect him in 2018. Yeah. AMLO is what you might call an idiosyncratic He's a man of leftist. Hmm. As yeah. he, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's the phrasing of people I know. He's he's Mexico's Trump, but a liberal, which is a yeah. very yeah. scary <laughs> statement when you think about it. The the rich mm-hmm. people hate him unless they're uber rich, then they love him. Uh, the poor people love him unless they're uber poor, then they hate him. It's a very, it's a very odd situation from somebody from the dumbest country on the planet, Um, and it it's only made even worse by the structure he was elected into with previous leaders. That things are pretty. No, it's 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 like the the long legacy of pre and like all of the other stuff is yeah. You can you can kind of get a lot done by fiat for better and worse. Yeah, Yeah, Um, but you also have the like no one will tell you no. (laughs) Yeah, no one will tell you no. And Amlo's getting the like, well, let's do the best thing we can do, and everybody's like, yes, sir. Uh, we have no idea how, and it just keeps happening. Yeah, let's let's embark on together. Let's embark on these two big train projects because he likes trains. He's a train guy. You know, he's a train guy. I respect Uh, that. uh, Critical support. Two big train projects: uh, Tren Maya, which uh, is is handed entirely to the army, Um, and then uh, this one, the the Transoceanico, which is handed uh, to the navy. The navy, of course, yeah, because ports. Yeah, yeah, because the army are busy delivering Tren Maya. Yeah, Yeah. competent institutions of the Mexican state after you know twenty years of drug war, uh, army and navy, and kind of that's it. Like. Oh, that is goddamn depressing. Yeah, well, you know, if you didn't like it, you shouldn't have funded like uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of drug war. You know? Yeah, I didn't try it. <laughs> they, uh, they, um, do they have an army navy football game down there? Do you think? Uh, there would be death. Probably a soccer Lots game. Of death but almost if they did. Uh, yeah, I'd be. What f- railway the air force delivering? The Mexican air force doesn't really exist. Air force like- does like F eighty sixes. Yeah. It doesn't even have that. It has, it has like one propeller plane that they like occasionally wheel out to try and like bomb some like uh like drug lords compound. It's purely <laughs> like a counterinsurgency now, aircraft. Now, during the Mexico Day parade, they brought in a bunch of ones to the airport, and they were all stuff that I saw in my history books on the Cold War. Um, <laughs> and they had smoke uh, machines and stuff. I think it was their only four, but they had them. I was. Uh, were, were they up or were they like on floats? Oh no, they flew. Wow! I saw pictures okay. of them after I was on my way to Canada. I I didn't think there was enough hundred mile an hour tape in the world, but okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> c- congratulations to the Mexican Air Force for existing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I, I ask, what railroad are they delivering then? That's that's that's, that's, that's yeah. That's they're the going to do. Question. Uh, oh, they're doing the like uh, right Mexico City like suburban rail. Airport right, everyone connector. right into the PO box. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it pretty. Mu- I mean, we'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much what it is is turning into is it is the answer to the Panama Canal Railway. It's they're building two massive ports, which mm-hmm. we'll get you know we'll get to. But they're building two massive ports. And then this also, unlike the Panama Canal Railway, connects to the the United States Canada Rail Network, so you yes. can take stuff and send it north instead of putting it back on the boat and sending it, which does make sense. It's a it's a genius does, idea. It does make sense. Yes. Yeah. Until yeah, you get into why it what it's going to carry and why where it goes. I guess is the way to put it. Ross, yeah. can you do me a favor and press the letter E? E. On your keyboard. Oh, I see. Why is there a plane, like a World War II aircraft, uh, I, I south of... So, no, that's that's the airport that you have to get to Kotsakolkos in. Uh, in Militant In Militant yeah. That's the only airport in that area. And no, Selena Cruz does not have a little plane. Damn. Yeah. I, I love to get on the boat at Salty Cross. Mm. So, <laughs> one of the things which... Um, I, feel, I feel safe doing this. Yeah. Now, when you think about projects that are designed for, like, I don't know, climate resistance and uh, national independence, stuff like that, you think, uh, you know, this would be something that's facilitating clean energy or, like, you know, so on and so forth. No, this is mostly a petroleum development project when it comes right down to it. Of course it is. There's a lot of of oil refineries. There's there's at least two oil refineries. There's a big plastic plant on here. Um, One of the big parts of the project that's seen the most resistance is they want to put... 10 industrial parks along the line which presumably would tap into all those oil products that you can easily get oh from the refineries. So we're just going to like clear cut a bunch of jungle in order to do this. In, in, a, in a long fine tradition of Mexican and not exclusively Mexican tradition of like leveling up which is like we're, we're going to take all of your like grass headdresses off of you and now you work in an oil refinery that is poisoning all of your land and that's that's modernity you know you're welcome. You can you can become a hombre de process. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but a lot of this is just going to be for local traffic from those big industrial parts, which are going to go out to either the port, or they're going to go north to the United States, or they're going to go north to other bigger manufacturing sites in Mexico. You know, Monterey, places like that, where all the heavy industry is. Um, you know. And and so this is sort of the economic development plan, right? You need to uh, get the oil to the cheese factory to make the the cheese all oily. Oh yeah, mm, yeah you gotta have a gotta make that government cheese. Um, <laughs> that was a Monterey Jack reference. I, sorry, I just you <laughs> know it was very good. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. Oh, I, I, I okay. I, I get it now. Shit. I, I wish I had gotten the joke earlier. Okay. That went that went completely over my head. That was like a, a cheese wheel rolled down a hill and off a ramp. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm some, I'm some cheese now, and possibly also Mexican food. Mm. We're gonna get so hungry by the end. Oh yeah, this, is, yeah. this episode is gonna go on for for a long time. Uh, I can feel it so, in my bones. Oh, yeah. I will. So don't we worry, should, we will resort to cannibalism. We should, we should start speeding up in the amount of slides we go yeah. through soon. No, let's, I hope I hope not. The next two are a lot easier. Just yeah, go. exactly. So, well, Scooter, I don't know if you can speak on this or not, uh, but you mentioned that passenger service as a component of this came onto the project fairly late. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get okay. there, I promise. So, but this was started in 2019. 
uh, design speed of 45 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour for passenger trains. Um, they were also going to... Sorry. I, I should also say part of the point of this also is it has to be done by next year or else because AMLO is going to be out of office. You got six oh, years. Boy. It's a six year term, I think. And uh, yeah, if you, these are his two big projects, uh, uh, Trenmire and, and this. And if they're not both done, then he's going to look like a piece of shit and he doesn't want to look like a piece of shit. So it's well, very important exactly. that it be done. Well, yeah. there is a third, the Mexican Mexico City Airport, which got canceled mm. and moved, and it's not looking. That was like that was a originally Peña Nieto's thing, wasn't it? It was, but with the cancellation, it's really clogged up Mexico City, and mm. it's it it's not looking great. So it's even more important that these get done. Yeah. Also, very funny that incidentally, uh, aviation security in Mexico done by the Navy. Uh, remember what I said about competent yeah. institutions. Oh, this comes in later. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's not just the Isthmus Railway that's being built as part of this. There's a line that goes uh, further east over here to the Tabasco border. There's a line down here that's supposed to go out into Chiapas and eventually link up with the very badly uh, maintained Guatemalan Railway Network. But mm. they've been making noises about fixing that up and converting it to standard gauge. Um, yeah, try, try to yeah, go ahead. Try to run a railroad through Chiapas. Uh, set records for the most blown up track. You know, <laughs> gotta gotta have one of those indigenous owned railways for that section. You know, you have to sort of yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta make a deal. You gotta you gotta bring out gotta bring out uh, deals AMLO uh, for that one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you two damn deals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Subcomandante Marcos comes on, checks all your tickets, you know? And this is it, this is not Trend Maya, but it's supposed to connect with Trend Maya somewhere in Tabasco. We'll get to that later. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, now, this is a relatively recent picture of the railway. Um, in that I, I like all the guys going like, oh, man. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have run... Uh, a train on bare ass naked track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See all these nice new concrete ties, which are now useless because the wheel has just taken a groove out of the middle. <laughs> well, we'll show some before pictures. Um, so this is oh. the sort of railway it is. You can see the two the two rails here going through oh, yeah, this. That's technically a uh, railway, yeah. isn't it? Going through yeah, this yeah, lovely yeah. market. It's um, beautiful, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I I love Mexico. I genuinely do. I'm I I love to visit. Oh, it's, uh, and get killed yeah. uh, uh, and like, not get assassinated. Let's hope. Yeah, truly. Don't I mean, I, I I really want to go to Mexico City, but again, the problem is I don't want to get like uh sort of kidnapped, black bag, thrown into a. Well, okay. I don't. Oh, not by the Mexican government. <laughs> yeah, Alice, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimers, have, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah disclaimers, please. Um, so this is one of the parts that was bypassed, but, you know, the state of the track in areas that are not bypassed is also pretty, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is yeah. this picture not, scary, oh, Gareth? Because this is, this is something I've seen with my own two eyes recently. This isn't, I mean, this is where I get a bit, this doesn't look, I mean, you can, it's not, the, the, the road crossing is not great. There is no clear flangeway there. That's not... But the um the, the baluster track there for the speeds we're talking about, which are I'm going to be honest, trundly. Uh, that's not too bad. Like I, the ballast looks all right there. I do think kind of like if, as long as you take it easy on this, you can like. Oh, I, would, I be... would say that 45 miles an hour for freight is taking it easy, but then I suppose North America 
does life differently on this one, right? I mean, one of the big things that they seem to have difficulty with in Mexico is uh, weed control on railroads. Yes. <laughs> Was that a drugs joke? Yeah. <laughs> but this is... Wait, uh, I have the drop from Clear and Present Danger for this. Oh, si, senor. One of the drops that gets <laughs> oh. me assassinated. <laughs> and you kind of deserve it. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, to yeah. no, truly. <laughs> oh, oh, not yeah. more smashed up P-way. So, yeah. so oh, this is where we get into why all of that matters. Um, so what they have done, because this was a, oh yeah, we'll build you a freight railroad. Oh, wait, we have to build a passenger train too? Oh no. Um, they brought Placer in from Germany and pretty much pulled all of their support staff in to help assist them building a railroad through the jungle from scratch. And uh, mm. But they also have to run the train. Yeah, so still you get these... The, yeah, there's still a couple trains uh, that well, run they on it. There is space for them to just build the track next to it. Why? What? Why, why didn't uh -huh. they just run the existing track and then build the new track next to it? There's so much space here. Uh, because there's a level of uh, no one expected this to go. One and two, ah, the people that were it. working on it... Uh, there's a level of incompetence, like an extreme measure. Like, yeah, you just, you would just, the cheap thing to do here is to leave the existing track right where they are. Don't even rip them up afterwards. Just leave them as they are and lay the new track next to it. This is, you know, the, when you talk about the mileages here, the cost of replacing an, the existing track is far more than just laying new track three or four meters next to it like that's that's fine and if there are constraints if there are areas where the constraints are tight okay then you then you plan to replace it but we're talking about such huge distances here that for the most part just leave the existing tracks there and then about when you move over to the new rails just leave the existing track where it is and you know right. what maybe in the future they can turn it into double track railway even if they you know for shits and giggles well no they got to do it now this year. I'm really, I'm really enjoying, because of the presidency, I'm really enjoying these sleepers on the top right that look like they were put in, like, when there was still an emperor of Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those those ones look like the look like a 1700s tramway tie made MOW's from a log split. It looks like they got pulled off of a sunken ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what most of this railroad was, though. You gotta remember that. And... Yeah. Because they didn't run it across, you know, they didn't want to go through when they didn't have the traffic to support it. And, but as soon as that gateway was open, it was send it, send it now. Uh, so you get into this section where, where you have sections of cordwood and then concrete ties, like literally transitioning in that picture. I wish I had more, but um, people with cell phones in, in the center of this railway where this is common, they're like, two megapixel flip phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, if we all wanted to go blind, I could have put them in, but, but no. <laughs> yeah, so there seems to be... A staggering 11 pixels. <laughs> there seems to have been several of these accidents where that they've had a, um, you know, a, a, a revenue freight train go over this unballasted brand new concrete tie right away and just Rack it just instantly. I, 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 yeah. I, I should also say because this is a big national project and because people take interest in it, it has a PR budget. It has sort of like you know very senior people attached to it. Uh, you know both politically and within the navy, uh, all of whom have staked their reputations on this. Uh, yeah, all the way up to AMLO. And so the the official line on this is that this is, I believe, now ninety percent completed. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, thus, the you Ew. know se sending trains through because this is what ninety percent completed looks like. Um, and y y yeah, 
Yeah, no, a lot but, of the sources that I read, at least in English language media, were saying it was 90% completed, like, in May. Oh, you which, can find them in Spanish, too. Yeah, I, I had a look. Um, does not... Sort of, like, press releases. Does not seem to be the case. Um, no. <laughs> um, Reputational risk is, a, a suppose, a good kick in the ass, but... Uh... Yeah, 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 well, exactly, Liam. I, like, I, uh, reputation is one thing, but safety, not just of the train, but like, it literally looks like a service train has run into a construction site. So, do we know anything about the workers on this? Are no, all the workers they, okay? They, they uh, would clear out. They cleared out. It's just they were told to clear out. You will, you will finish the rails and leave. Yeah, there is a train like actively barreling towards you. You did, did can do not. No, see, more like no, no, more of the train is coming, whether you like it or not. Don't tell yeah. me it's not ready. Yeah, cool. Okay, Th this is a railroad that's operated on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> oh god, top secret. Do not look. <laughs> so the one thing about this that uh, I've heard from others is that there it has never really been a plan for any of this. Mm. So it's more of a, you handle this, I'll handle this, I'll handle this. Um, freight train runs on, you know, the 5th. Hey, send it. Oh, no one oh, told Joe. So this no is like me in Transport Fever when I'm like yeah. building a new track and I forget that there's a train halfway along the one I'm deleting and then I can't delete the track under it. Correct. And it's a whole big thing. Yeah, okay, okay. That's, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, exactly. So, and then there's another problem that has slowed down the track program. And at this point, I'm going to walk downstairs and totally ignore the conversation from here on out. Yeah, just, next just slide, step please. out for a minute as we go to the next slide. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned <laughs> yeah. before that this part of uh, southern Mexico is uh, both dirt poor, very indigenous, uh, at times very radically political. Uh, we yes. mentioned Chiapas and the, the Zapatistas a little bit. Um, so... Yeah, that there are a lot of people who are not positively disposed to uh, sort of big, uh, let's say, national imperial projects of building a shitload of industrial parks and a train, assuming those things even worked, yeah. just uh, uh, over uh, this land. Yeah, uh, there's there, you've had a lot of active protests against this, um, the the industrial parks especially because you are you know taking a lot of land. The uh, proceeds from these industrial projects are not going to be equally distributed in a way they probably should. You know, there's going to be probably a lot of environmental damage. And again, a lot of this is going to be used to facilitate fossil fuel uh, infrastructure mm. expansion. So, you know, this is kind of... Uh, oh, sure. As much right. as we're pro-train, sometimes... You know, maybe you should go about a project in a different way. <laughs> um, yeah, just don't do internal imperialism with the yeah, train. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. right. Um, there was at least one protest where folks were pretty extensively beaten up for protesting a new industrial park. Okay, there was no. at least one person who may have been murdered in connection with protesting um, the distribution yeah, you're of so, resources. Yeah, you, you're Mexico classic of being like, hey, you were supposed to pay a bunch of money to this town to like, for, essentially for eminent domain, where has it all gone? Uh, two weeks later, found dead in garbage dump sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, again, something for all of us to look forward to. Um, and, 
Yeah, it, it, it's. Gareth has a family. Th- this is this is also uh, yeah, like. I cannot stress enough. I have a child. Lo- local, lo- local, and state police, you know, and Mexico, perfectly capable of of doing that kind of thing. But it's also not something that's helped by dumping a bunch of the Mexican Navy and Marines on top of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, Marines yeah. who are like uh, again, j- chiefly sort of responsible for uh, the the drug war, which has seen a lot of like government perpetrated uh, extrajudicial killings. To the yeah, so th- this is not something in which they're necessarily going to be shy about the use of force to like keep stuff out of the headlines. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good at using intimidating tactics, and they don't they don't hesitate to use them. Um, mm. So you know, this is this has just been forced through. Uh, anyone who doesn't like it can sit down and shut up. It's, yeah, and, and and or be disappeared, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and and lots of time for like Alno seen here to like uh yeah have a look at the ports in Quetzalcoatlcos or like uh, Selena Cruz and like walk around and get photographed and you know shake hands with a lot of admirals and be like, this is ninety percent done. You know, uh, cool. Yeah. Now. With that in mind, for all the background on this project, let's get to some background before we get into the ordeal. I can't believe we're going to get killed. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed we're not being a, killed. Oh, hey, I, I'm back. Hi. Uh, hey, you didn't miss anything. Good uh, timing. Yeah, That's amazing. We didn't say anything. It's my nothing. slide, even. Nope. Uh, it's wonderful. It's it's the thing I know. Um, not about. I don't know anything about the last slide. Nothing. No. Um, no, no. Haven't heard about it. Anyway, so. When you when you have a bunch of people that aren't super excited for uh, the train to come through when it's a freight train and they're they're they've been starved of their Amtrak for years, they're the equivalent of Amtrak for years. Yeah, the well, NADAMA. What do you what do you do? You go well. We'll give you one. You want one? We'll do it. We'll do it. The government will do you a passenger train. And mm. so so all of a sudden. Um, there's this I there's as part of the project, but they never thought it would happen. Let's do a passenger train. But we'll get there. So we're 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 at the point of why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, so what you see is the the private car, the American private car. Uh, these are Amtrak certified cars that are, can run between point to point on Amtrak, can can run with an Amtrak train or run as a charter. They have an insane uh, inspection schedule, way above what like a normal commuter railroad would operate to to an extent uh the costs are ridiculous the the subtext is ridiculous but that's all because of at the end of the day you're on a train full of revenue passengers that if your private car has some silly jerry rig that causes it to go sideways you're taking 300 paying passengers with you yeah it's it's a fun sort of like quirk of american libertarianism that you can just get your own train car if you have enough money yeah it is cool yeah i mean it it is cool (laughs) well it it stems from the from the days like you see the illinois central car in the corner it stems from the days where the 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 railroads would have their own private cars the the business cars that they would just slap on the back of the railroads can't just be like walking around because some anarchist is going to try and stab him with a sharpened steel file this went all the way down to division chiefs you could have you could have a guy that's like a superintendent that has his own car to go over the division you just slap it on the back of a freight train and uh the canadian national still does that and it's cool as hell when they do it uh but um and most of the time now it's either you, you only have a business train or you run a couple cars as part of a, a geometry train, but they, they still exist. And there's a lot of preservation groups that have them in the United States, like the 261 cars there in the right-hand corner or 
uh, URHS the, that has the 20th Century Limited in the left-hand corner. Um, I put all this stuff in like one slide so we weren't here for seven hours. Um, oh, we're going to be here for seven hours. Well, I'm trying. And then there's like Georgia 300 in the right hand. That's what uh, Obama used. He's the last president to use it. But it's it's main. That one is like set up for whistle stop tours. So which after January 6, I don't think we're ever going to have again. But we'll yeah. see about that. Yeah, big F. Big F, because I was going to be involved with the one. So, big F. Um, oh, well. But, but, the, uh, but so, these so, are not just for rich assholes, although they can be for rich assholes. Oh, yeah. Right. Some some people own them. Liam tried buying one at one point, or looked at one. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, that one. Yeah, when we one. got drunk not on power from like, podcast not money. Anyone but that one. Um, we try, we I really want to... a WTYP train to exist now. That that would be absolutely sensational. Our, our budget did not stretch to like hand cart. Yeah. <laughs> but but when you look at these, you go, oh, that would be nice to to really show off with. So and where we get to why I'm here is next slide, please. Um, I work with them. That's my job. That's unfortunately been my job since I got into the career field. Do I like it? No, I hate fucking trains at this point. Um, <laughs> but it just, so I started, so I, my first job was working at the company that Mitch McConnell's largest donor owns. Uh, largest former donor. He's dead now. Rest in peace, Brian. Um, but he he has a, a tourist railroad, but also did the private cars. So you, you see like the golden goose on the one side and then the shitty little, you know, rust buckets on one. You're like, man, I want to get to that. I was wrong. I was fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I worked I worked for Ringling Brothers at one point. I worked for the circus train for a, a minute. I worked for Amtrak. I've been Amtrak or uh, I'm an engineer conductor. Uh, but I, mainly my job is man has always been managing passenger car mechanical and operations. So in this picture, you see what uh, pretty much everything I've done the last like four years with uh, company redacted. I don't care if you can see it, uh, <laughs> but uh, the company I work for is owned by one guy, just a guy. Um and he goes to the auction. He goes to auctions. He goes to deal with people he's worked with in the past. Um, and he's just gotten lucky a few times, too. So at one point, we owned Amtrak's Ocean View, and it went to Western Maryland Scenic Railway, ran behind a steam engine. Now Canadian National owns it. Um, we bought the first three Am fleets from Amtrak to be sold that were able to be operational. Um, for all of you screaming on the side of your computer that Amtrak should never have sold them, well, they all had heavy derailment damage and could never have been re-Amtrak certified. So, so, so you you were yeah. like dealers and dealers in and refurbishers of and leasers yeah. and leasers yeah. of second-hand rail cars, pretty much. Like go in and hit them with the hammer until they look nice again. Yeah, the second-hand market's like mostly cars from the twenties up. But we're getting into like a turning point where like back in the 70s through 90s, they were selling cars like crazy because of Penn Central. I know you're familiar with that um, uh, <laughs> because of Penn Central yeah. and Amtrak. And, and then the in the 90s getting you know, finally having all the Amfleets delivered, the Superliners delivered. Well, we're getting 
we're 30 years removed from that and we're now getting into the next big like stuff's too damn old to be running so we're going buy new well where's all the old stuff go so okay so so we are like the first group to really like catch that that wasn't a donation or something um but so that's that's what we do is mainly operate and lease these cars we sell them sometimes we we sold them once recently uh we'll get there um and then we also help operate the Polar Express, which real quick is the most profitable thing in railroading that isn't running a freight train. You print money with that. And oh, boy, do they the fucking got the, it. What the hell is the Polar Express? So in the 2000s, Warner Brothers made a movie based off a book called The Polar Express, where a kid gets kidnapped by a conductor goes on a magical mystical ride where he drifts a, a train across a lake and uh-huh. meets yeah. Santa oh, and then almost gets thrown off the top of the train by a hobo. Um, yeah. That's at least what I remember of it. Yeah. Also, the, yeah. the conductor threatens to throw him off the train in motion because he that's misplaced right. his ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they made this movie. It's very, very 3D animated. Um. And oh, this is the one with the like fucked looking Tom Hanks. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, fucked looking yeah. Tom Hanks movie. Okay. Yeah, Tom Hanks also has a child. Um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, that's good. So so funny, the, the one consequence of this is Tom Hanks is assassinated by the Mexican government. <laughs> oh, that would suck. I, I would feel bad. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, imagine the ch- imagine the Chet Hanks vlog. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Um, so anyway, the Polar Express. Uh, the reason it prints so much goddamn money is you can watch the movie and then you can take your kid on it and uh, and do it. And they sing, they dance, they do all kinds of shit. Well, when you sell $40 a ticket uh, for a shitty coach seat inside a shitty car that's about to fall apart, you make a lot of goddamn money doing that all of December. Uh, the, the Polar Express that uh, I know somebody that works on uh, <laughs> in St. Louis makes like millions a year and runs from this year will be running from like November 15th or so through the first weekend of January every fucking yeah this is this is the day. way this is the way the UK heritage rail sector survives as well right it's it's two things it's thomas trains where they put oh, yeah. plastic We're faces not on up that lookers, and it's running the christmas trains where you put santa special on a, on your heritage railway Yep. literally pays for everything like particularly the, the christmas ones exactly they pay for everything people want their mince pie uh and they want uh a, a fat janitor playing uh for santa claus um to touch their children that's like uh, and they every... pay good money for it <laughs> fucking sense man yeah every fucking railroad heritage railroad in the united states does this every single one the Polar Express is licensed, and I'm probably going to get sued for just using their name outside of uh, something they've okayed. It's it's really good, though. Like, they do a good job with it. it. Railroad dependent. But, like, when they have their hands in it, they approve everything. So it's, like, well done. If you have kids, Gareth, uh, you should you should try to do I, one I of children. those. Well, yeah, Gareth child. has children. Has a child. Um, but like, so that's, that's what like the space is. It's like trying to get through the first eight months of the year and then doing Polar Express and then, and then heritage passenger cars make money. And it's my job to keep heritage passenger cars running or keep them safe. Um, and that's the, the brunt of my story is that Canadian national car is going across Northern Ohio and I've been chasing it all night. 
So I made a snowman with a family and we, we put the, the railroad vest on and made him look like he was working there. <laughs> that's so, <awesome>. sweet. <laughs> so, so that's, that's my job is making sure these things stay safe when they're moving, making sure they are safe and working when they're not. It's my entire career. Um, cool. So that's, that's like why I am here today as an expert. The other reason I'm here is next slide, please. This asshole. Hey, hey we know <laughs> that channel logo. Yeah, let's, Mida, drag, let's drag someone else down. And get yeah. someone else into the pool of assassin <laughs> yes, people. Yes, yeah. yeah. You're going down the Squickle Hazard. He was. He was actually. The thing is, he's the first person I was messaging about all this because, just by chance, he had been online and we were talking, and he's like, "So, so seriously?" Um, and there, there had been a, a stream where I almost dropped. This was happening way before it was happening, and. Uh, Jay was the one that was messaging me going, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> so uh, I actually on this on the endeavor to make these cars work, uh, met up with him on the way out to Mexico. We rode Jay, the boat. agent of the Mexican government, question mark. <laughs> Just asking questions. Just asking questions. Is that someone wearing a greater Manchester passenger transport authority uh, vest in the background there? Yeah. <laughs> they get around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh... It's a Muni, but a Muni? It, yeah, but it's a boat tram from Blackpool. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, we may have questions. Yeah, there are questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that used to run in Philly, but they gave it to San Francisco. Those bastards, cowards. That's being driven by Mancunian. Mm -hmm. Jay drug me like fourteen blocks to throw me on it while I had all my luggage on my way to Mexico, um, <laughs> and it was fun. So it just had to do that shout out because if it wasn't for Jay, I wouldn't be here on. Podcast. So there you go, right. everyone. A Amlo, you, yeah, you, exactly. just uh, FYI, you know. Yeah, find this guy. That's Tom Hanks and Jay uh, yeah. now added to the ranks of. Uh, yes. These, the, yeah. these bullets are really adding up. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're gonna to make say, a so. We're gonna make. A, we're gonna make him spend at least a whole dollar to assassinate <laughs> all of us. So uh, next, next slide. Here's here's where the ordeal begins. Oh. Okay. So, God, so, okay. so you, we could have deleted the Mexico part of this and just talked about the shitty trains that America tends to buy and then have no idea what the fuck to do with. Um, <laughs> and, and this is definitely one of them. Probably so the one. This is just the This is yes. very Talgoy because it is a Talgo. Um, I'll do it. A what? A Spanish train. They have fun tilting and they have like one axle that's a weird triangle mounted thing. And it, it, it's kind what? of cool. Um, but they 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 export their trains around. They okay. they they yeah. yeah. Why this, this is like a Renfe thing that you've just yeah. like bought. Okay. Yeah. There's actually a long history of Talgos in America. Um, yeah. Since the fifties, they tilt. They have the cool passive tilting thing. It's cool. They tilt so you can get higher speeds, and then oopsie daisy with it. Um, but so these are the Amtrak Series Six Talgos. These were the ones that Amtrak they were wavered because they don't pass crash standards in the United States so that they, they were FRA would let them run under exemptions. And then Amtrak did an oopsie do doopsie in Oregon and ran one clean off a bridge. And Wait, what? Uh, uh, it happens to the best of us. You yeah. know, listen, sometimes you, you buy like a European sports car. It's got like weird suspension. You think it's cool. You give it a special like <laughs> thing because you think it's cool. And then you drive it into a tree. You know, long, same long, thing on rails. Long story short, they had opened up a new bypass to get Amtrak off of some freight tracks, the Port Defiance bypass. And because they cheaped out on it, there was a section where to get on a bridge to go 
over a freeway, it went from 80 miles an hour down to 30 miles an hour for one curve, and then it went back up to 80 miles an hour. And the engineer on the very first revenue trip on that new line forgot to reduce speed. Wait, did this happen like five oh. years ago? It, yeah. it was essentially getting smolenced air. I into remember going this. Onto that trip, I, not yes. It. Yeah. Oh dear. It it's bad. it's a, it's an ex, it, that's a whole nother episode. And yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's sad because we knew a lot of people on it, just like a lot of those those types of accidents when it's in the industry. But so because of that, Amtrak gets a little skittish. But then they order new. Uh, or new equipment's coming and the waivers like not worth trying to keep up with. And these things were clapped out uh, with the tilting s- system and everything being operated like air doors and electric opening doors. You know, nothing's mechanical. It it stopped making sense because you have to take these apart. Fixed train sets don't make sense. Fixed train sets do not make sense in the United States. Um, I'm glad you caveated that because yeah. they make a lot of sense if you run more than one train a day. Listen to me. In the United Brutal. States, <laughs> but especially Talgo, who... I feel like I'm until, a fist fight break out in the UN. <laughs> <laughs> until recently, Talgo was holding cars uh, hostage from LA Metro. So they weren't doing too hot either. So there, there wasn't a lot of reason to try and rebuild these. So Amtrak parked them and then went, you know what? now and and put them up for auction and my company just happened to be the the people that bid on both sets because amtrak owns two oregon owns two etc etc uh or the 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 tran the transit agency up there i i'm too honestly drunk to remember all the details um but so we bought two sets to scrap and get parts out of for like heritage cars because they're they're really nice interiors. The people that's the only thing they ever talk about is how beautiful the interiors of these these train cars are. The cafe car is really nice. Yeah, they were built yeah. by Bistro Car. You gotta call it Bistro that. You'll get car, shot yeah, if you right. don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's See, a good the, point. See, the, yeah. jo- the real joke is I'm not going to get shot by anybody from a foreign government. I'm going to get shot by a foamer after this. A rail fan <laughs> is going to blow yeah. me away with a shotgun for yeah. saying the Talgos were it shit. Bistro car. Yeah. We're not calling it a Bistro Car. Um, but so these these cars were clapped out, but very nice. So we took the nice parts that were still there and saved them. But you still got to get rid of a whole train set. And the other reason we were aware is the company is one of the few that can that can work out like doing stuff with Amtrak as a charter train. There's a scrapyard five miles away. And uh, I feel very comfortable talking about this because there was like 3000 foamers around us uh, filming it. So <laughs> it's not like it was kept secret. So we took it to the scrapyard and they brought it in and it's a, it's a scrapyard. It's, it's not hard to figure out. They bring the train in. The, the image on the side I made for uh, I made for my boss explain how they were going to take the cars apart. Talgos pull in. They take the big shear. They cut them all down. Flip them on their sides. Oh. Talgos go here. They go. Bzzz, and then Talgo no go no more. And, and, then, Talgo no go. and then you get money on one side and then all the plastics and stuff goes and gets burnt in the incinerator like three blocks away. So, so these, these train sets were still train sets when, when, uh, the administrators of this project, uh, started getting serious and they called every, every transit agency in the United States. Amtrak went, yeah, we don't got anything, but we just sold some to this company. 
Um, we were there. We donated the bistro car to the Washington Transportation Museum, Oregon Transportation Museum. Uh, yeah, it's like the Northeast Railway Museum. It's, if, it's, you, if, you, if you go next slide, you can see this process play out, yeah, by the way. Yeah, oh. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> How does a country of 330 million people not have 10 passenger cars between them? <laughs> well, the, the, economy's, the, the economy's in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we donated to a museum, museum, and I'm... No, no, no. It's in, it's in Washington. Not D.C., Washington State. Washington State, uh, yeah. Northeast Railway also, Museum. Uh, like while all the farmers were watching, you went through and broke all the windows. Yes, I did. It's actually on camera. I just can't find <laughs> oh the video. Oh my god! The conductor actually came back right before we parked him and was like, "What have you been doing?" And I'm like, "Here, take the hammer, throw it through that door." And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Do it. It's going to the Do scrapper. It. Have fun." We smashed every window, every like. I am going to get so shot by a, one of the, the West Coast foamers. We smashed all of these ornate glass shelves in these cars. It was it was so oh great. My. Best day of my life. Um, but anyways. Oh, well. So, yeah, the foamers are getting you before any, any other <laughs> potential any authorities state, might. Yes. So it's go back a slide. Anyway. <laughs> go back a slide. Well, that's the yeah. thing. It's getting scrapped anyway. Why should I care? Well, apparently I should have cared. Um, so we took one of these cars and it's the one that the shears on. Cause we had to pull a big chunk out. Not important, but it's sitting there. We're getting it ready to put on a truck. The, uh, owner of the company is there and he, he gets a phone call and it's, it's a Amtrak government affairs number. He recognizes and he goes, Oh boy, uh, I'll be back. And he walks like 50 feet away from me. And as they're picking up the last car that's getting shredded and put it on the conveyor belt to go into the big box that says burst. Uh, he looks at me with like plates as eyes, like anime eyes, terrified and, and goes, no, we, we don't have those anymore. <laughs> just went into the shredder like a minute Literally ago. had just gone into the shredder. Absolutely sensational. And it was, it was the, the ambassador of the United States calling to uh, the commerce ambassador calling to be like, hey, do you still have those train sets? Mexico wants to buy them from you. Uh, as a small businessman, I think he died on the spot and came back to life. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so, so we're like, no, we don't, but we know people and the industry's small. We can make it work. And uh, so, so we make it work. Next slide, please. Because again, there's not. <laughs> How does a country of 30 million people not have 10 passenger cars between yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every. Economies and shambles, yeah. Every commuter agency has not a, a single car to spare. If they do, it's some that's not available. Uh, Amtrak, don't, n not even going there. That's a whole nother episode. Actually, pr probably being done by the armchair urbanist right now. Um, the, the, and then you go to the Heritage Railroads, and remember when I said Polar makes millions? Yeah. To Gotta one year cars. of polar can make enough to justify not selling the car. Um, yep. So there isn't anyone, but we're stupid. Um, and we know people that have cars. So they pretty much lay out that they want newer cars to match something similar to what, excuse me, what they might get from someone else. And we're like, well, the newest thing we got 70s. They go, what? <laughs> 
We're like, yeah, but Amtrak <laughs> still uses these today, like literally across from where ours are parked. And they go, what? Um, and so you have to, we, there's this whole tour they go on with like a bunch of the project administrators to learn what that in the United States, we are still using stuff that's 50 plus years old on the <laughs> national network. And on, on like commuter trains, it's even older than that sometimes. And hey, they're still, still doing hesitance. better than Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He should be around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a point where we're, we're in St. Louis with the administrators that are taking this back to the, the people in, the, in Mexico City. And uh, we literally are standing, putting them on an Amtrak train just so they can ride one. And three Amfleets are on the front of it, brand new. And they just go, no way, no way. It's like, yeah, yeah, they just rebuilt those too. It, it, and it's, that's the reality. So next slide, please. Yes. What had happened was, oh, was dear. Uh, oh, you can't dear. call Siemens and be like, hey, I want a passenger train in a year when they just got all of the orders for all of the trains in the, in the North America. Mm. It was a five-year wait. And and they oh well, they, see that that's familiar to me. You, yeah, you gotta yeah. like make sure you really want the trains. Yeah, but like you, explain you how you enjoyed like, planes in your childhood and uh, trains yeah. in your childhood. You know, stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. 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 Go through a whole how do you process. do the fun the fun trip where you get to wave at the people and look like you're the hero when in five years you're not even allowed to be in government anymore? That don't yeah. work. That's 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 a real problem, you know. But, uh, and we're not really interested in the business of government that hands over stuff to its successor governments, you know. Yeah, uh, but but bullshit. these assholes. No, we are fucking not. The, nope. The, these couple of assholes bought these cars and know a guy that has the newest version of this type of car. Um, that was an absolute disaster. Uh, why don't we talk to them and and their brokers and and they can brokerage anything else we need. And oh God, what am I doing? What have yeah, we let's, done? Let, let's let's hinge this national prestige project on this one Oops. American company. We're gonna we're we're gonna on flip literally some trains. Like a recipe for success, baby. On literally these two assholes. Like, <laughs> on two guys. Sorry, excuse on, me. Just two on, dudes. On two dudes. Yeah. Um. And and so that that's what they had to do because the next option is don't deliver a train. I was about to we say thought. they have you have no other options. <laughs> if you want North American equipment, it was literally this or wait. And waiting is not an option. Mm. So next slide, please. Uh, so <laughs> on the right is me. Um, I, a, a friend made an emoji of me that's used a lot and they made it kind of racist, but fits here. Yeah, with, with, uh, with, with great cultural sensitivity. <laughs> yes. Oh, Oh, can't wait to get yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't wait to get yeah. struck up for this one. That's you were like, I need to go to Mexico. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Is so there, there is February fifteenth is when the first call comes. It is, it is like three weeks ago when this train runs, and between that, it is all just talking. There is never any anything figured out until July. So I love I love government. Yeah, government very efficient. Uh. Uh, uh, there is a, there is a broker that has to be in Mexico that gets involved because we're not, I'm not, we, me as a guy cannot sell something to a government, right? I, me, if I was selling the air force, um, the, the seat for the F 35, I cannot sell the air force, the seat. 
I can't sell governments things, company, big companies that have bonds that have legal, they have to sell things. So we have to sell these to a broker who then has to sell it to Mexico. Fine. That means we don't have to worry about once it's there, the broker can handle it. So we just start rearing things up and then it's, well, the deadline's October 15th. What? (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and, and AMLO, AMLO wants to do a train trip before that. What? (laughs) Yeah. So the way you send stuff to Coatzacoalcos from America, from the United States is instead of running it through the country where the government has nationalized a section of Ferrocer and really pissed off Ferrocer by doing so to where there's a chance it might not make it because Northern Mexico is, is, is the part that everyone's racist about like me in the picture. I'm sorry. It made (laughs) sense at the time, (laughs) but, um, but you send it by the boat and the boat's cool as hell. This is the one that leaves from mobile, right? Yeah, Mobile to yeah. Coatzacoalcos. Am I close that on that? That is a cool boat. It's a nice, the fact that it connects up to the tracks and the trains run off like that, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it's double-decker, yeah, too. Ooh. Yeah, they put cars underneath of it. It's really Rubbish. cool. Boo. Oh, I don't like well, that. You, you got to export them somehow. I guess so. Um, plus, it's all of our junk cars. They don't send them good stuff. There's nothing new down there. Um. <laughs> Nothing new but, so you, you, you send it to the boat and that's this is what like this podcast could have been about instead or this episode sorry um instead of just this deal is next slide please oh here we go to get it to the boat i have a child <laughs> no we're not there yet oh. we're not at that one cctv footage this, too. this is how you get killed by uh the class ones in the united states Oh, okay. Okay, so they're queuing up like that scene in Airplane, where it's like Norfolk Southern at the front, exactly. Uh, the Mexican government behind them, Ferrosur yeah. behind them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so to get things across the United, to get train cars across the United States, you ship them on the class ones. They're the only ones that really have the network to go from, say, Maryland or from St. Louis to Mobile. The problem is, is in the United States, the Class One railroads haven't exactly kept up with the times when it comes to passenger car movements. And when you're just shipping these as a single car, um, crews treat them like a box or a a like a grain hopper. You can't hurt the grain. You can't hurt mm. uh, a tanker full of like edible oils. So they yeah. Yeah. kick the ever loving shit out of them. These On things that you've of, been like painstakingly restoring, right? Correct, yeah. and right. are worth like seven times as much as what's in that oil tanker, unless it's an oil tanker. Um, but so, like, if you want insurance on it, you send a guy, and and the guy has to know how not to like piss off the yard crews, not to you know go storm in and be like, "That's my car, you can't do that." No, you just go in and go, "Hey." I'm not leaving until you put that on that train and it's not up against one of the train cars that's going to hurt it. Because, like, tank cars have a, a coupler that doesn't jive well with the part you walk through, the the, the diaphragm and the buffer on uh, that for passenger cars. And you can the rip gangway, that yeah. clean yeah. off. That sh- your British terms don't count here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you... you you, you like you can't have that because they'll rip that right off the top of the the above the coupler, 
Um, sometimes the car, you know, train gets stopped in a dumb place because PSR did a dumb thing. And now the car is sitting in the middle of like the worst neighborhood in Kentucky and gets shot at by a couple of broskies or graffiti. <laughs> and when you have a car that's like already been done up for the delivery, you can't really risk it getting graffitied. So you send an asshole in a truck uh, just to, to go yard to yard. Yeah, there's the asshole. There's the truck. Uh, wow. <laughs> just chase the thing. To, to chase the thing in case it gets stuck somewhere, but to mainly go yard to yard and be like, hi, so that's my car on the back of that train. And for the love of God, if you don't, if you don't put it on the next train out of this yard, the Mexican Marines are going to come in through that door <laughs> and shoot you between the eyes for screwing up AMLO's first trip. I said that three times in this and was not joking <laughs> because that car, if you notice the date, it's 825 and 826. One, to go from Ashland to Waycross in one day is impossible. There's three yards in between the two. I did it. I did it because I was nice to the train crews. And also, be <laughs> I'll tell you that story in a second. Uh, <laughs> you genuinely, you should have, you should have asked the Mexicans for some Marines. You know, just get a couple yeah. of them on board. Yeah, that's score. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's called an yeah. invasion. We're not allowed to do that. <laughs> that no, I that think you should have facilitated a Mexican invasion of the United see States. How, yeah, see cool. how Ron DeSantis likes it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they did it in Call of Duty, right? I don't see why you can't have Mexican special forces operate in the U.S. That it, it seemed it like it there was because of like Alcatala or whatever. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I Maybe, but insurance doesn't allow me to put anyone on the train car. So at the end of the day, uh, like, sucks. yeah, they can stand there with it, but they can't be inside of it. Sucks. Mm. Um, so like, it, and it looks a lot worse to have a couple of Humvees with Mexicans in the back. Sorry, pickup trucks with Mexicans in the back chasing alongside of it. Um, <laughs> that would go poorly. But uh, there's two things I got to talk about on this. So one, the the thing in the middle, I have almost put on cars, but you you have to put a big sign that says "Do not hump on them." Because they might just put it over the hump because that's what they do. Jesus, imagine yeah. humping one of these fucking things. You, you uh, see a dumb car and you're like, yep, I'm going to hump that. So, so <laughs> again, we could do a whole episode on this. In Cincinnati, they humped a, a two Abrams tanks uh, into a dome <laughs> car. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fucking okay, that cool. in 2015. Uh, also in Cincinnati, they humped the nuclear train once. <laughs> they have no respect. Spilling everyone. No respect. So I paid for the whole hump. I'm gonna use it. The, the thing is, is like the guys on the guy that pulls the pins is told to pull the pins. Sometimes you just get in the groove, and then it's like, huh? Whoop! Oh no! Oh. Oh shit! Um, oh, oh! I've made an error. So it, it happens. It's I. I can't blame them because again, they don't know. It's a, it's a. Tra it's on the freight railroad. Why is it not treated like a freight car? You know, and that's. I can't blame them because if I was just some guy working on the freight railroad, you know what I'd be doing? Yep. Bye. Yeah, I. You know, so, I'm just thinking like uh, a while back they were thinking about using old uh, Virginia Railway Express cars to do. Uh, troop transfers between bases in uh, Virginia and um, I'm sure they put them over the hump. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, just like with I mean, a bunch, did bunch of GIs in there. They did it. So that happened with the B-52 trainer once. They put it, they they didn't put it over the hump, but they, they were kicking cars in a yard 
which is elite, which is legal in in some yards. And they kicked a fucking tank car into it and made one of the made one of the guys riding inside the guard car next to it eat his own door. Um, oh, Jesus! Oh wow! It's it happened. That's why you're not allowed to ride these things anymore. Um, the other reason you ride you 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 follow these is sometimes they might pull the. Well, if I put it on this train that goes in this direction, it might get there faster because trains tend to go faster between point to point. And uh, if those changes happen, you have to get to the yard that's not expecting this. And most of the time, they're not expecting it anyway. You have to get that yard, go in and be like, hey, um, please, God, don't let that go north. Why are you letting that go north? Why did it leave the yard going north? Stop that train. That, <laughs> that happened during this move. Um, oh dear! The problem is, is when you're doing your job right, this shit moves. Yeah, for the benefit quick. of the listener, of course, uh, mm-hmm. Mexico famously south of the United yeah. States yeah. of America. Yeah, actually, that is <laughs> that is usually south. Yeah, That's, yeah, that might be important. I hope. Well, you can't expect anything from anyone. Um, but if you're doing your job <laughs> right, not, not these fucking listeners. Oh no, wait, I can't say that. I'm a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, go go in. Go See, in. See, I told hogs. you. I told you. This is how I get shot. It's not going to be a government. <laughs> um, uh, listeners, I love you. Hello, hello. You're all very nice to me when I appear on this podcast. Yeah. I love you all. Really, I'm just I'm just doing a bit. Uh, I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so. The other thing that happens is the cars move on time, right? You don't get much sleep if because you have to keep up with them and the train doesn't have intersections and shit and goes in a straight line usually to its next destination, not a not a, you know, going on the highway and having lights and shit. So you get really tired. If again, if things are go- going well. And I uh I did that that on this trip getting the dome down there. Get to Waycross, Georgia, which has there. There's like seven ways a train can leave there. So there's 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 tracks everywhere, and I'm stopped, and there's a train blocking the road, just sitting there. It happens. Waycross has overpasses, but that's how I got to CSX to go talk to someone, and I was literally listening to this podcast, the uh, East Palestine episode, and <laughs> fell asleep. And uh, uh, damn, I thought we were and, more entertaining uh, than that. It's like oh, well. my third <laughs> listen. I'm sorry. It's, I drive a lot. Uh, that wasn't the problem. What happened was, is I woke up and the episode was still playing because it's a three hour long episode. Yeah, um, we do that. And I nodded right. The, I nodded right off, and the train had left. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Yeah. No. So, uh, but then another train came. But by the time somebody, because Waycross has a, a certain drug problem. Uh, by the time the next train had come and started blowing its horn, that woke me up, kind of. Um, they had someone called the cops and been like, "This truck's sitting in the middle of the road and park," and the guy slumped over. So, so the CSX cop comes out and and <laughs> knocks on my window. Well, when you do this, you again sketchy neighborhoods, graffiti, rocks, other shotguns. So you're supposed to, you know, sometimes you take your own personal safety into your own hands and you keep a gun in the truck with you handy when you're in an unknown area and uh i was dozy and a cop knocked on my window and i reached for it i i'm responsible damn it with my firearms (laughs) so i keep it out of a place somebody else could find it but i was going for it and uh he just was like dude you okay and i'm like yeah, I'm good. I fell asleep. I've been up like 20 hours. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you work for the railroad, right? For obvious reasons on the truck. 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I work on the railroad. And he's like, okay, well, let me just check your stuff. Just make sure we're kosher. And of course, like, as I'm reaching for the, the rest of the paperwork for the truck, it's like, hide that, push that away. Don't look, don't look. <laughs> don't cool. worry about this. There you go. Here's my license. This. Thank you, officer. Bye. Yeah, if he's listening to that today, dude, I'm sorry, but you almost ate it because I was an idiot. <laughs> but it's that's just what you do. Because like I was at one point, I was the reason I even had it to where that could have happened. I was in Richmond, Virginia, parked behind a movie theater looking at my car because there had been a bunch of people around it and uh, a bunch of, of people that are homeless and like. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who might have something they stole or whatever. I know this sounds horrible, but it has happened. Sure. So like, yeah. you, 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 you do this stuff to make sure like your hours and hours and hours of work doesn't like get, you know, Thanos snapped out by some dude being a dick. Um, sometimes you gotta do it. I've known people that have done a lot worse chasing these cars. <laughs> so... Mm. You know, it's not something that anyone can do. I just wanted to make that point because I'm sure everyone listening that's that's a rail fan is like, "Ooh, that sounds like a cool job. It's not. It's no. Stop. <laughs> stop it. You're, you don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so as as the as the train went further south, at one point I pulled over ahead of it because we were about to go south of the border. Next slide, please. Yes. Uh, look at that delivery on it. No, no, look, look, look. Yep, right here. If you've been on I-95 between North Carolina and South oh, Carolina. It's south of the border. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's south of the border. I hate you, it there. You've been there. You were miserable there. Do you remember that? I do. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, that's okay. The train car was also miserable being there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Scooter, I don't think you talked about like this particular car. I don't know if you can talk about it. but Yeah, like, I can talk about that. Yeah. It's America's dome car because for some reason, every everybody in this damn country is ridden on it at some point. Uh, sorry, every foamer in this damn country is ridden on it at this point. And they all act like they owned it at one point. And the reality is in the last 20 years, three people have owned that car. Uh, one of which leased it out everywhere. It's called, it was called the Stampede Pass. It's now just a numberless, nameless, soulless car. Um, but it, it was on 611. It was on 765. It's been on like every train excursion in the United States. Um, before that, it was owned by a private owner in Cincinnati. We're not going to talk about because he got busted for really, 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 really fucked things. Um, but it's a dome car. It's double decker in the center. It's got uh, pretty much a panoramic view up top, but it's also nice. a giant greenhouse. Oh, uh, that nice upper nice. level yeah, it gets hot in southern Mexico. I understand. Yeah, yeah oh. we'll get there. Um, the uh, that upper level has an air conditioner, pretty much dedicated to it, and it still doesn't help too much when it's like a hundred <laughs> degrees out. Um, these cars are when they were built were extremely rare in today's times. Uh, currently. The few that are on the market don't have any windows, and and, and, and they bought yeah, this. Just someone ran up and down them with a hammer, smashing them all. Uh, yeah, no, I wonder and, who would and, do that. And, and they <laughs> bought this not because they were particularly interested in it, but because it was what you had on hand. Yes. Yeah, so what what they bought to do the <laughs> corridors? I guess I should mention this earlier, but we got a lot to cover. What they bought to do the corridors was 
the two Amfleet coaches we add, and then six SPV 2000s, which I left out of here because there's not really great pictures of them in an ownership they're in. Um, but the SPV 2000s was like an Amfleet 1.5, used the same shell, um, and then had motors under it, had the motors removed because they sucked and were just turned into coaches. That was going to be the, the, the two trains that ran point to point. Then they bought two locomotives, F-59's former uh, Go Transit locomotives. This car was bought to be for officials, for tours, for maybe a VIP car if they could find another. Funny story, you can't get one in three months. That's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so, so they bought this, and it essentially has become the officer's and ambulance <clears throat> private car, which is fine. You need that when you're doing a presidential train once. Yes. Um, to give you an idea, the, the curved glass there in the very corner, right-hand corner, that has like a six-month lead and costs like 10 grand just by itself. Ooh. So when, when it's like, I want a dome car and it's not like ready to go, you, you just kind of have to wait and spend a lot of money. This one costs a lot of money. Um, but uh, Nothing's too good for, it, you know... Uh, well, <laughs> well, you will get there. So while, so while this is in motion, the broker of the, of the railroad has been working to help with the freight side of things. And we're trying to get cars there for this first ride across the corridor. We're, we are doing this so that we can get equipment that's more standard for a heritage railroad. The Amfleets don't really jive right now. They're better for interstate trains. This dome car we didn't want to let go of. The locomotives, they're big, ugly, you know, commuter rail engines. Like, it, it just didn't make sense to keep any of this. So we're like, yeah, fine, we'll sell it to you. Because they're like, well, we want this done by, like, now. Yeah, and we don't really have a reason to, like, dig into it. Because, like, they want to do Train Maya, but, like, sensible. Yeah, and it's, it's, like, it's yeah. their money, sure. you know? Like, you know, yeah. Right. When we got into this, it was train Maya, but sensible. Like, like we'll use North American stuff. It's going to run with freight railroads. You know, it, it made sense when you're looking at with the minimal information you have for this, for the time before everything started gearing up for this trip that's coming up. Um, and while the dome's in motion on its way to Mobile, next slide, please. Oh, I hate the livery. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't like it oh, very much. Yeah, oh, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I like I, this. I like this thin blue wide ass. Th I like the woman on the, on the on the right just for no the, reason. The, the, like the, the old all the like Tren Meyer stuff is like super like PR smoothed down. It's got like a fancy logo and stuff. I guess this one does too, but it's just like a knotted rope. But like. This is like so classic, like uh, you know, vote for Amlo project thing. Is we slap a woman on it. I like the uh, the top and the and the dark red. You can see uh, Interoceanico is like very poorly kerned. Yes. As well. Oh yeah. The O's fallen over. Yes. Yeah. They so got this, they got some camming is, happening right there. This is uh, <laughs> this is the freight locomotives that were delivered. Uh, these are uh, progress rail reject. SD70Ms that are fine. The the broker got them cheap, got them sold cheap, and Amlo's out there because they painted this in like two days. Ran uh, and parked. Like, I know what I got. I was gonna <laughs> say the, whatever the company that does the transfers, they're they're rolling it at this point. They're 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 pleased with themselves. Very. Um. And so they're like, come come see the come see the freight engines for your new train. And Amlo goes down and meets up with all the people. 
And like at the end of the day, he talks to the administrators we talked to and goes, I'll see you on the 16th of September. Mind you, those pictures were from August 25th. Remember? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and, and we've, we've seen what all of the tracks look like. Yeah. And we've established oh, what it takes to get equipment there and like get it ready. You know, you got millions of dollars, lots of time and the railroads beat the shit out of it. And he's talking here too, also to the Navy. Uh, seen here in, to the uh, navy, in, to in the, the broker, to the administrators, yeah. to to everyone, and it's we're going on a ride on the sixteenth, and everybody goes, okay. The panic sets in. <laughs> well, we Correct. already saw it. At, we already saw it attached to a tank car. Didn't the barge do something to it too? Or I, I, are we allowed to talk about that? <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. Oh God. So, so they have their their locom their first locomotive, and now they have to paint three more before the event. Um, they also have to get our our junk, and we're we're going as fast as we can. So, next slide, please. That's me. That, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Uh, we find out we have to get everything there. Get it on the 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 dome goes on the boat with just for the last sailing because the boat takes five days. Um, and we get we get the notification that they have no idea how any of this works because the AM fleets have shown up and they're looking at them going, what? How is train? What is train? Uh, is this like a None boat? Of the, yeah. <laughs> is this a philosophical question? Well, it's, it's uh, all like Navy <laughs> people, so that is kind of the thought, right? Be, um, like, be like, where the fuck do you put the rudder? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, American train was a Mexican boat, yes. So you're definitely going on to Patreon and subscribing to the <laughs> to the uh, WTYP Patreon and going back to the train episode. Uh, so desperate for information. <laughs> so uh, we have to go to Mexico Where'd now. A tube full of horse viscera. This is just like a truck, <laughs> but bigger, right? Right. <laughs> and of course, all the administrators are showing up, staring at this and going, "Well, this is a piece of crap. I thought we were getting new trains because no one has told anyone anything." Ooh. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah. Buy cheap, oh, buy fast, lagging. buy second hand, and don't tell anyone. The people yeah. that, yes. that inspected it have just been like, "Yeah, it's good enough. Get it down here." And now everyone above them is like, "What the fuck is this piece of shit?" <laughs> so wait, so 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 like some some fucking like Mexican Navy captain like looks around the thing and is like it kicks the tires, which are you know steel, and goes ow, and goes okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fine, good, send it. Gets to gets to Mexico and then his boss, some admiral, is like, "You told me that we were gonna get like shiny new trains." I can con neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that that is uh, what. Okay, happens. okay, uh, yeah. Can yeah. you can't you just go to a train dealership and pick some up? <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 like you, you're sort of your admiral wants something that still has like the stickers on it. He wants to peel the plastic film off the like entertainment yeah, center. <laughs> yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny anything about that statement. <laughs> Okay, I, I've just been. Th this is all me, by the way. I've been putting together stuff from reading the uh, press releases about uh, various parts of the corridor. Well, the foamers have done a good job of taking pictures of what they've been doing too. If you're interested, you'll you can find it. 
it's you can see what what happened i can neither well, confirm nor this, deny too. it but there are a yeah. lot of pictures of people being like look at our new train why are all the seats taken out of it already <laughs> <laughs> so like i put i put on my dress whites to go and see my new secondhand train you know if i haven't seen it it's new to me that's a good point Wrong. that's a good point Wrong. <laughs> Uh, next slide, please. So, we go okay. to Mexico, oh, and this boy. is where it becomes, this is me. I went to Mexico. Only me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's right. As a trip to help out my, uh, my friends and compadres that have to learn how to do a train. And I will say that the people there, the people that are doing this, care. They are good mm. people. I wanted to, I want to work with them some more. They really want to do a good job with this. Um, it's literally like the thing that's going to make these towns able to work together again, because there's just no money in this area. There's no, the only thing there is, is oil and ports. So being able to like have a train and be able to go into like people will, this was going to bring families together. Uh, one of the people I worked with was like, I've never left this city and I want to go to New York City. And I was like, I, mm. I understand that. And he's like, but I've never left this city. I, I haven't even gone in inward. I haven't gone to Mexico City with this train. I'll be able to go see my country. And mm. it's like, That's OK, cool that is what yeah. trains can do. This is why yeah, this you is know, true, this yeah. is literally why I do my day job. This is why we're going to uncancel HS2 and ram it through ourselves with your <laughs> Patreon dollars. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will be the the private sponsor. The problem that comes with this is it's not them running it. It's people in Mexico City, and so it has yeah, to go. People in Mexico City have typically already been to Mexico City, so right. it's yes. kind of lost its luster for them. Right, and there's no reason to come down here because why would you go there? It's not it's not the resort part of Mexico. That's Train Maya. This is two ports. Everyone there either has a job or is poor. Yeah, it's it's not um, glamorous. Plus, you can do some internal racism, which is fun. Right, and that's why it was like, oh well, we'll, we'll get to the passenger train. We'll get to the pa oh shit, we still have to do the passenger train. Okay, so the the we get I I I get down there, um, and it's the anywhere around the railroad is a police state. There hmm. are hundreds of uh, military. People with guns, as pictured, just standing around because to keep cut their reasoning, and it makes sense, is to keep the crime out of the rail yard. They send guard cars with these trains because they have to, but they're trying to bring up the area so people want to come to this port and work and want to put their businesses and their the 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 support structure for your oil and plastics industry has to be there as well as you know the trains yeah there's like there's a, it's, you see this in, in any oil place you know i grew up near aberdeen which is like the uk's kind of oil capital and and, and most of aberdeen became just like low-level industry of all of the support infrastructure to right. you know all the various companies and stuff making shit to to do to collect oil to to ship oil to turn oil into other stuff uh, there's a huge amount of, you know, it's it's not just the port, it's not just yeah. the, the, the supply chain. Yeah, there's yeah. all the other stuff that builds up yeah, around you, it. You have to establish, like, state dominance and state capacity to do yes. that if you're not, you know, the Zapatistas. This, this in itself is like, they're not only doing this because they enjoy, like, standing around with guns, although also that, you know. Yeah. 
Well, and this and is where you get into the problems because yeah, to get a hotel bigger than Holiday Inn to come into your town, you need it to be safe. But mm. also, you don't. Well, no, have notice it. how they like crack down whenever any of the like uh, like drug wars made it to uh, like any of the tourist areas. Like somebody gets killed on the beach in like Monterey or whatever, and the next thing you know, the town is like a military base for two years. Right, and that's <laughs> what's going on here. But the problem is to ram ramp up a uh, a military infrastructure in places like this, while it's already other places. You have to bring people in from the local area and when you're in a mm. poor area um those people are the most the highest paid people in the area so they're very loyal to the structure around them so when it goes it goes if guy above me says do it you're doing it end of story oh, yeah. um, is inland oh fucking hell i i what am i thinking of then it was uh, uh, uh it might have been cancun, cancun? Uh, i don't know i don't know yeah but uh, yeah so it, it's a company town the navy's the company sure but uh, yeah, the, exactly. The Navy and Pemex are the only two companies in this town. Um, so I I show up, <laughs> I get down there, I meet with our contacts that with uh, the broker, and there's two British guys in the same van as me, and they're there to work on a different train that we had heard was going oh, to God. train Maya. Foreshadowing. Uh, but but they're they're they got their own thing they have to go to the port i have to go to the rail yard so i go to the rail yard and i run into some of the guys that the mechanics they brought out to verify our stuff was good and they they just won't won't talk to me they they won't i I don't know a lick of spanish but they just kind of like look at me and are like "Uh uh-oh you know and i'm like what and they're they they won't tell me so i walk around and start looking for our equipment and i find it and uh, this this Sam fleet that we had done all has all the seats missing, but I'm staring at it at the end, and it left and it was level. <laughs> oh, what a sad uh, scooter! Um, I just want to say this. I just want to say this that I've you've showed me this photo before, and I've never looked at it this big before. And looking at it makes me dizzy. Yeah, they italicized <laughs> your Am fleet. Dude. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> And so, oh. so I, I finally get, we, I get a translator and uh, late, later on and uh, dude, you need to quit your job. If you're listening to this, you, you really need to quit your job. Uh, I find out he was hired the day of to be my translator. He knows nothing about trains, but he knows that no one else knows anything about trains. And he's telling me that. And I start doing this. So what have they done? And he goes, I don't know, but let's go talk to the guy in charge. And the guy in charge is super cool. I really wish he'd you know, reach out if he has any issues. I I definitely see why he hasn't because we walk around this car and because they decided not to buy a generator car and because the timeline won't slow down because we're taking a train ride this week, end of story, and it has to look good. It's a press event. They have to get power on this thing. I I normally you 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 specifically told them to buy a generator car, right? To buy a generator, we literally had it in a proposal, and it it was turned down because the locomotive has a generator in it. Um, yeah, but what happens when you don't have the locomotive? Um, so we're gonna find out what happens. Uh, next slide, please. So this is a normal AM fleet somewhere in the United States. Doesn't really matter. All it matters is that. To to explain how these work, this is a Pioneer True truck. So the bearings inside, the discs the the discs are on the inside because it's a bud disc brake car. On the outside, there's TBUs, oh, which is the braking. Yeah, right. So that all adds a lot of braking force for going above 120 mile an hour. 
or up to 120 mile an hour. Um, the cars are built to tilt and level in track that's uneven or rough. So that's the right where your pointer is. That's the airbag uh, pointed out. That actually does the most of the suspension work for the car. But as a backup, there are mechanical springs inside that and then on the car body. Yeah, primary, secondary suspension. Correct. Yeah. Um, the airbags will f- eventually inflate off the the air brake system. If not, they run off the, uh, mo- the, the main reservoir coming straight from the locomotive, which also runs the bathrooms on these cars. Fun little fact. Um, Giant so normally, gotcha. yes. normally yes. that little mm. tab <laughs> there... Right there, that when the car is properly leveled, no, that's the equalizer, oh, uh, the tab oh, in the, on the air brake. Wait, tab. oh, this tab, T- that tab. Yet yeah, normally, when that car is deflated, the that top part that's attached to the bolster of the the truck frame will be sitting right where it is. That's what it's supposed to look like. When a car tilts, it'll be one side. If you know, if it's an unlevel track, it'll be a little off. But it's supposed to be in the middle or just under the middle if the airbag's not inflated. The car we were looking at, on the other hand, looks like next slide. Uh, oh, de- oh. This is not the dear. scary mm-hmm. one. Um, oh wait. Okay. Oh what? This is the one that shows something's not right. Uh, but they've also painted everything, and in an air system, vents exist, rubber exists. Yes. You're not yep. supposed to paint the wheels so you can identify cracks if one starts to form. Oh, God. Uh, They've literally just been through with, like, a can of spray paint. No, no, it's worse. They they washed it with, like, a paint gun, like an airless paint gun you'd use for your house. Jesus. Oh, okay. my God. Um, so, uh, Skura, did I just check that the um my knowledge of the, the, the mechanicals of these isn't great? It's not your damper that's on the outside. It is, you called it an equalizer that they've bent the bar off, right? It's yeah, not your yeah, damper, yeah. is it? It's just a. It's it's. Yeah, it's uh, it's an equal. In it, here, it's it's called the equalizer. Uh, there's other names. I might even be getting that wrong because the amp fleets are even weirder. But essentially, yeah, it keeps the 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 truck in line with the car. Okay. It's got rubber pads on it. It keeps it from like spinning out, essentially. Oh yeah, so it's, it does sound like a your damper. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Why we couldn't it's make all trains the same, be, I don't know. It's, it's not supposed, it's not to, supposed be to look like that, folks. <laughs> so I don't. I can neither confirm nor deny when that happened. But I'm not. I, I'm. It ain't good. But that is okay. The Amfleet's trucks can take some some screwiness, right? What's not okay is the fact that the airbag is not inflated in this picture. No. Oh. Next slide, please. So that so so it's just oh, oh. beautiful oh. beautiful painting. Oh. oh no I do not like <laughs> I do not like where that's gone. So there's not oh, a good dear. picture of it, but what has happened is there has been a generator hung under a car that's supposed to tilt to oh, get them power. So that El Presidente's train can run. And I got violently ill the night after I found this because I could not stop thinking about this. Um, This, this, this car was not freshly rebuilt and it never would have had a chance to be Amtrak did not freshly rebuild it. Uh, This is riding on a bunch of parts that have just kind of been yellowing it since 2016. Um, And no one knew was (laughs) no one called. I appreciate that you can't answer this, but uh, was, 
Was the Mexican Navy trying to assassinate AMLO on purpose here? Or? Okay. I can <laughs> deny only that statement. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I really, again, I said it earlier, just no one knows. No one, no mm. one understands how this works, and no one cares. Um, that no one that that can care can care because it has to go. If yeah. it has it's to relevant. go, right? Big Soviet Union vibes, big Nadellian catastrophe. If it don't yeah. go, mm. Nadellian's going to beat you out back with his own fist. Yeah. Um, and that's what everyone's afraid of, especially when you have M16s around M16s and M4s all around you from people that are local that are like, it has to go. It gets real nerve wracking. Sometimes I feel like these deadlines are a little, little overblown. You know, I think people could, people could probably do things a bit late and still save most of their face. You know, I, but Correct. You know, yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. Nice to live in America. You could have also <laughs> saved the broker or anyone could have saved face by going, Hey, hi. Um, so if I do this, will it work? And we go, uh, no, they're like, okay, well, how bad could it be? And it's like bad, uh, clearance really issues, bad. clearance issues. I mean, if you go 60 and you hit one of these curves, you could roll the As car. I say, derailment. This thing, this thing will flange climb yeah. super easy. Yeah. This, the, 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 the wheel rail interface will have been screwed by this. You will, you will just, this is even at low speed. This so, thing will, uh, you, it, you'll, you'll, all, all the hunting will be will not be properly damped in 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 ro- vehicle rotation. It, this is horrible. This is so horrible. At any speed. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. Yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily it was safe at one speed. Um, zero. Stand still. Close. Um, but so next slide, please. Don't like close to zero. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so. On the left is what we're worried about. Uh, that's this R- is one eighty eight. Boyovich. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a shot from one eighty eight when it when it went off the site. Obviously, is a high speed derailment where it rolled the rail because it's going too fast in a curve. But this could have happened. This could have happened where the car climbed and went over with the goddamn president of the of the country. I almost said over the United States. Fuck me. Uh, well, Mex- Mexico is a United States, you know? Yeah, yeah. the it goddamn is. president of the angle. Mexican United States on the That's fucking right. train. Mm. Yeah. And I am in the country. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah. my car. <laughs> That's, that's sort of awkward to be like, yeah, I, I, I just sold the sort of, I, I sold JFK the murder limo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're there, like, I, I am there I dealing with the, goods. the reality of like, this is, this is bad, man. Like, and everything else becomes minor. But you also find out that the people running the train have never ran a train. I was explaining how the air brakes worked on like a fundamental level, not like this car's air brakes work this way. Unlike you do this in the locomotive and it stops because no one has touched a train before. Um, wow. The, because the support staff working this are the support staff for the Navy, not for the there's a civilian railroad and then there's the Navy. And because this is the passenger train, this is still the Navy. The civilian side's still working on it, but you know, they're handpicking who does what. Oh dear. And most of those people have worked on a boat because they're similar to trains. Um, and they're made of metal. They, um, we, we, they have the same time mover. Like it's, they have similar ideas, but 
The big problem is we think the left's the left hand picture is the real problem. But the big problem is that there is something else that everybody has been being told about and trained on. Yeah, there's a there is a a a, a yellow nose. Yes, I yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's an old friend. Yeah. There's oh, an old friend dear. in the art. Uh, <laughs> what, brother, what have they done to you? Hello again. Is where the Amfleet is sitting, and there is something seen in the rail yard that we're just not paying attention to because we. I have been told that's going somewhere else. That's for something else. Whatever. Until this point, but don't worry about it. Don't, exactly. Don't worry about it. It's it's not your project. Your project's staying in there, and it's shit. We hate it, and uh, you need to help us fix it. And it's like I'll train you, but I I, I sold you know I, I sent it in the timeline provided because I you know you want to do this event. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, I almost I, killed I, a cop for you. <laughs> yeah, and then after all that, they modify a bunch of your shit very badly, allegedly. And, Morally, and yes, I yeah. can neither confirm nor deny that they did that. Um, someone did. Someone broke into the. Someone got onto the barge, right, with a with a like a a, a rib boat, and like welded a generator under the underside of your car, and then snuck off into the dead of night. And then when the Mexicans got it off the barge, it was like that. Yeah, yeah, actually, actually, I like that. Mm. That's a good story. You should do an episode about that. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, next slide, please. So this is the next day. This is, oh this is oh the dome dear. arrives off the boat, and the dome has not been turned on yet. And I had been saying up until this point, we the generator on the dome, it has a little generator that private cars use that could backfeed and help power these cars. You just might not be able to put anybody in one, and it's... Well, we don't know how many people are coming. AMLO's invite a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God. Mostly dignitaries, too. So, like, we're going to, like, screw mm. up international politics if we don't run this. Cool. Hey, fucking excuse cool. me? Have you done a test run yet with uh, cars? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these are all bug cars, mind you. Bud built the Amfleets. Bud built the Dome. Um, and Invincible. on the left... Is the meme I break. made that night? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but don't break. Yeah, did you, did you break. make a meme to process this trauma? I made yeah. a meme to send to Besquiggle House, and yes. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's assassinated this why? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm in that group of guys with the hard hats right there. I, I'm yeah. down there just <laughs> hoping and praying, screaming into the void. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the hotel was on the beach. I literally debated walking out just into the ocean, or sorry, into the Gulf, and just seeing how far I can make it before it goes black. Um, turns out, like, oh 40 God. feet. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, the dome arrives, we go to power it up, and just power the dome up, and it's so far so good, and you turn on one of the 480 volt, which is like the power that these cars run on 480 volts. It's it's the kind of voltage where if you lick it, you die, but you die if you like touch it, your arm gets blown off and then you die very slowly. Oh, um, right. oh. Cool. you're then at the mercy of like Mexican railroad first aid. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get there. There's none of that there. I hope you know. Yeah. Um, oh, but we go to turn the on of that phrase. Yeah. We go to turn on the HVAC system, and it's got a 30 second delay. And what it is is, I am standing in the electrical cabinet. 
inside of it. It's like a little room that, you, you know, all the breakers so that when you unwire it, you can get to everything, right? It's a little room on the end of the car. I'm standing in it with like six of the, the project guys that are, that are the guys that have to know how to run this blocking me in. And when it shipped, it worked. All the lights come on. Everything's okay. You turn the big 480 breaker on. You turn the HVAC system on. There's a 30 second delay timed in. So like if the car gets turned on and off and on and off, it doesn't blow up the compressor by like starting it hard a few times, right? There's that delay and then cop boom. There's Uh a 480 arc inside the cabinet. I am standing in. Oh my God. And the contactor that runs this ejects itself out of the the panel uh, that is bolted into. And then all of the wires where the boom happens catches on fire. With me standing, shake hands with danger. Shake hands with danger. With me standing in a like one foot square room with my arm, I burnt the shit out of my arm. Obviously, you hit the main breaker and you kill it real quick, and then you go get the fuck out of my way. Um, to all the guys that have been blocking me in who just stood there. And then I am in such a panic because all of guys with guns around me are depending on this car working in three days that my brain goes, you know what? I don't know what actually happened. Turn it back on. (laughs) (laughs) Because panic, adrenaline, stupidity. Um, And it was, they have these cannon plugs that are like the helicopter can, like where it's in airplanes. There's a lot of these where you, you plug them together and you screw them down so they're tight. The car had been hit so hard somewhere in its transit, probably once it arrived at the port, that that plug had been broken off at the wiring, and you can't see it. It's one of those things, you don't inspect these things. They're, like, meant to take a hit, right? But it's also a 70-year-old car and a 40-year-old electrical panel. So it had shattered that plug, and it arced two, two to each other, and then all of that wiring caught on it's it's fireproof wiring, but the plug is not. It's plastic, and then there's labels on all the wires. It created and, a yeah, mess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the point of this is is it, it, I'm about to screw over the president's train ride because no no HVAC in the dome car. Um, so things in, get real in sort of September in September in Mexico yeah. and and yeah, in, so in the greenhouse. <laughs> In the, the hottest September in uh, recorded history. At the same Until point, next year. one of the <laughs> yeah. project administrators also shows up to the yard. One of the, one of the oh people that God. everyone listens to and is like, I'm mad, do this. And they do it because they're mad and they don't realize it was a euphemism. Um, so I get hidden in that electrical cabinet for like 20 minutes because it As turns out does. it turns out um, that he's really mad about the whole situation. Uh so that happens. You have the life flashing before your eyes a few times moments, and then he leaves. And uh, we go to link up the cars, and it can backfeed from the car. And it's like, okay, cool. Uh, you've got one amp fleet. Use the one with the generator. I don't care. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to the hotel. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. Oh, the train's leaving tomorrow. What? The train's leaving tomorrow. It's going to Salina Cruz. The trip's from Salina Cruz to Coates Calcos. Oh my God. Uh oh. It's going to run. So you don't have any time to work. Again, the track that we've seen. Yeah. You you don't have any time to work on it. Well, work on Salina Cruz. Okay. Here's what I'll do I'll fly there. I'll go to the hotel. I'll fly there after picking up a bunch of parts. I'll I'll fly there. I'll see you guys there. 
I'm advised to leave as soon as I get back to the hotel. I'm advised mm. to leave by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because it's now beyond anything I can do. And sure. it's not a good look for anyone involved. So I leave. And I had given them everything they needed to know. I, I spent the entire time working with the people that had worked with me on what each car needed, how you start it up, how you need to leave it. and How it, you get through this without assassinating yeah. AMLO. Right. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I'm like, whatever you do, just the, the, the car tilting to the sides. One thing I'm banking on the fact that 15 year old airbag will do its job. And, <laughs> and I'm more worried about them getting there and the thing not running and them getting, you know, shit canned. 300 miles yeah. away from where they live. Yeah, um, or, or, or somebody getting, you know, shot. Or worse. Somebody getting yeah. redacted. Yeah, I I can't... I, I'm more worried about them than I am me, because at the end of the day, I'm me. I haven't done anything other than deliver a, a shitty product that I didn't deliver shitty. Um, yeah, so plus I, you're an well, American, you know. Yeah. I, I, it's, Which does help us. Right, and at the end of the day, it's... it's, I mean, it's there not going to help you guys when you situation, get shot, like... Right. Yeah, there was never <laughs> a situation where I personally was told something bad is going to happen to you if this happens, but there was just this, this air of, if this doesn't go, we're all dead. And that yeah, statement and they, translated. You know, happened, if some right. if some admiral like fucking does, you know, will nobody rid me of this turbulent priest? That's not going to make you feel any better that he didn't actually say, say you yeah, take right, this guy right. and shoot him. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was about to say that exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, it again. No one ever did that. They were just keeping me away from this situation, even though it was my it's my my name and my 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 work on yeah. the line. And it's well, generally, generally, I don't think anyone is like advising you to leave unless somebody in a position to get shit to happen is saying some things at a volume and with an intonation that might make some things happen. Right. You know. So. Yeah. I left. I next plane out, next plane out of the country. I went to Canada actually, but not because of this. <laughs> I had other job. Um, but so they run the train. And next slide, please. That's it. And it ran. And that wow. top photo is them running Goodness. the line with no one knowing that it was running. Uh, and wide open. Yeah. Remember when I said that the the track? You know, it 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 gets worse, Gareth. Look. Look at uh, it. Yes, you did say that, and sweat, more sweat came off my body. So that yep. train is empty. No one's mm. on it, other than the 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 managers, like the the civilian managers. Uh, powers off, and they they go for it. They run it at speed that they can. And there are there are videos where I am on a plane going, oh oh my god, <laughs> because there's no body in it, so there's no weight. But things oh, are not. This thing oh. is going to be lively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The the one car that's not great is uh bouncing. It's having is having a time. Ooh, me. But but so they get to Salina Cruise, they fix the air conditioner, thank God. They put a s they put a swamp air conditioner up in the dome, which is it's like, you know, a portable air conditioner, uh, to help. And it it did. And then Sunday is when the event they're a day late, they postponed it because of AMLO schedule. Sunday they run the train. And there, there's, there's four reasons why I'm here having this and not hiding in a cave somewhere in New Mexico. 
Um, they didn't kill Amlo being the first one. Correct. Woo! Yeah, you're in the, the, you're yeah. in the Saddam Hussein hall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're all where we, all of us are going to be. You know. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're all going to dig our own Saddam Hussein holes. Yeah. Oh man, I, I have a child. There, <laughs> that's a child. I just don't want to. You're going to have to dig a I'm second with, uh, Saddam Hussein hole. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Like, what? What? Kit, Kit, you dig it for me. Like, I don't want to do the work. <laughs> it's like stackable Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah. Just tosses in a shallow grave. Like, don't make us dig that far. Oh, it might happen. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> so first thing is, um, it makes it across the railroad empty, no problems. A couple of bumps, I've been told, but like nothing that's like, oh, this is going to go really poorly. But there's no weight on the train because nobody's on it. But uh, I am. Very lucky that the people I had talked to had told, like, told everyone, like, this is what we need to do. To this is what the guy that knows the cars that we talked to said to do, and and they did it. They did everything except speed, but they couldn't go fast because there were so many goddamn people out celebrating the train. Because yeah, this oh is like goodness. the biggest thing Oof. that's ever happened in most of these towns, and the president. Or of the country is coming through, hanging out the door, waving at all of us. It's, you know, the reason Kennedy uh, did the things in the limo. Um, hmm. He was really the, enjoying those Dutch doors in the videos. He was yes. like, he, he, you know, he, he used that car the way it's supposed to be used. <laughs> exactly. Not in the dome, in the Dutch door. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, it, it, because of so many people, they couldn't speed up even when it was good track. And so... They ran it at like I think a max of twenty five in one spot, you know, freedom units because I don't remember their their numbers. But uh, but so 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 the 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 love of his people saved Amlo then. Yes. Correct that uh, and yeah. again, bud don't fucking break. And the yeah. picture on the right shows it. I didn't realize <laughs> when we ran the trip that the Amfleets were built to have twelve inches. Of canter oh, wow. on them at extreme. Bloody hell! Um, they're not. They don't like it. They really don't like it. And if it was doing that kind of lane, it would have. The generator would have hit the rail and broken off, derailed the train. But uh, because it wasn't, because they were going slow, because the Amfleet built to take the weight, it worked out by like the skin of our teeth. I don't um, like this. I don't <laughs> like it either. But but it can do it because Bud. Oh my God. Bud's the, Bud. Bud. Bud never should have died. We should have nationalized Bud and just sacrificed a couple of shot welders to the this gods is, this every is year. Like, this is like the American version of how like the most uh, resilient uh, spacecraft is still a Soyuz because they built it to work and it just still keeps working. Exactly. Even like as you. Like we'll pull out, die, right. yeah. You pull out more and more Jenga blocks underneath it, and it still kind of keeps on going. <laughs> this is the American version of that: is you have something that was produced in the salad days, and it just kind of like against every possible fucking tolerance, it still kind of works. Exactly, yeah. and you got to remember too: is the bug cars were designed, were designed and built with like every possible safety measure in them. On top of the fact they shot welded these things together, which gives you like infinity cancer, but like it's a big stainless <laughs> brick. You can't you can't hurt it. So and you 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 know you worry about it. The thing falling off would have done the damage, but at least like I I have said this a lot in my career and a lot 
especially in this. I told a lot of people down there. I told higher up people. I told my my boss. I've told my friends. I am 100% okay with being wrong when I'm being negative. I want to be wrong. I want to be the asshole. I want to look stupid. Because if I look stupid while I'm being negative, it means things worked out. And in this cir circumstance, I might not have been wrong to be like, hey, this is going to be a problem. But I was wrong that it would have been. It worked. I was about to say, Hopefully we did not they have cut a the huge fucking international thing incident. Yeah, <laughs> this could have been a lot worse, though. This this could have been, you know, two green oh, yeah. two gringos killed our president by giving us shitty train cars, um, which would have been the narrative. But it wasn't. And it, it it and it's all because like this stuff is well designed, well built, was built to last forever in the 70s, still runs for that reason, isn't museum pieces, isn't carbon steel car. You see where I'm going with this? Isn't a fiberglass mm. nose? Piece yeah, of yep, yep. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks, you get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalog of bonus episodes, so you can learn about exciting topics like guns, pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. Uh, join at patreon.com forward slash WTYP pod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect that. Back to the show. Yeah, so so in, instead of that, the narrative now is going to be five gringos are humiliating yeah. our president <laughs> and our navy and must be hunted down and Executed. killed like the dogs right. they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Oh, God, I don't want to be it. I don't want to... Uh. I, I want to go to Mexico City. I have friends. I, yeah, I, think, you have, I think that that, that that boat has sailed. I, I legitimately know. think that y'all you, you have, like, don't have to worry. There is going to be I'm something gonna maybe on worry. that's coming. You know, maybe for a bit. I think maybe for, like, a year or so, I'm, I'm not going to go to Mexico, especially because, again, I would have to fly to Mexico pretty much, and that that's put, puts you under the jurisdiction of the navy. The guys who oh right yeah, I've just been kind of suggesting a you know a dangerously violent incompetent, incompetent. yes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I I really so in Mexico City it's not as bad either in Mexico City there's adults um people have been there people have been doing this for a while that understand that like you don't just do um it's in these smaller towns that where it's like yeah. you know i mean this is this whole thing is absolutely baffling oh just <laughs> just you wait till we get to the real baffling part that that Ugh. the reason but so, but you're so, here but, sir is the most like oh i'm not the asshole in this at all moment <laughs> oh yeah. The, 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 in, in this intermission period, the the travel advice here is maybe do, don't go to like Chiapas or like Oaxaca for a bit, and especially don't go to like 
small southern towns where this is the only game in town. All right, we're back. Just don't be the don't be the reason they'd be mad. Mm. Yeah. You know, don't go down there and like get in a bar fight with a couple of uh, navy captains. Well, tell me what to do. I mean, it'd be way easier to assassinate me and Gareth because, like, at least like the the Mexican government has a good reason not to assassinate Americans. Nobody gives a shit about British people, and <laughs> no, you know, nor should I mean, I. rightly so. But yeah, still kind of a rough realization to, yeah, yeah, to realize yeah. that I'm going to get shot at like the. I keep saying Takariya Goku because it's to me the funniest thing. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that, but you know, I I think this isn't journalism. This isn't going to take off. I think the the thing that's going to take off is is once something happens. It yeah mm. is uh well part I two know. of this. We, we, audio, we have we have a curious kind post. of reach on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, don't remind oh, yeah, me. We do. Don't remind me. Yeah, this, like it. quite a lot of uh, East Coast journalists listen to this stop podcast. It. Yeah, it has uh, a way of getting away from us. I think uh, so, yeah. we're all going to die. I'm at least yeah. going to lose my chance at a career, and that's okay. I hate trains. <laughs> that, that, that's that's fine. I will be found like face dead in a thing of chalupas. So like <laughs> face, face dead <laughs> doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, can we move I died, on? I died doing on. what I loved, eating chalupas. Can yeah. We, can, <laughs> all right. Can we right. move on, please? Let's go. All right. So here's what's oh, now, left. Oh, oh, now he wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> After an hour and a half, two and a half hours. Listen. All right. Come on. Come on. Garrett still has his segment. That's gonna hurt. Um. So this is what's left. It's it's the locomotives and the the SPVs. That's that's the part of our our section that that was supposed to go between the two ports and be the train that interacts with the North American rail system AAR standards. Um, and Is it gonna? Yeah, we, we contracts so, still on. Um, cool. Contracts still on, and you know we'll we're going to deliver what we've promised. And I I, I hey, can't wait to see what they're going to weld to this. Yeah. Hey, well, Liam the, and I have been in these cars. Big spoiler, yeah, maybe, you know? <laughs> Giant Mexican flag for patriotism sticking out the top. Well, they did Oh, the... they're, they're going to paint... They, have oh, they painted these? Because uh, I remember my first ever appearance on this uh, on this fine podcast, and I remember what happens when you paint uh, paint stainless steel. Well, no, no, that's when you... St- uh, no, that's when you paint core 10. This is... Uh, this is... Uh, this will be fine. Okay, good, yeah. fine. Yeah. That's 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 really So the locomotives have Don't generators. Don't pay steel, everyone. Yeah, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. It's it's they're good units. It, I mean, they sucked in the United States, but what it is is <laughs> they sucked because they they were the replacement for the RDC as a coach car. They're Amfleet 1.5s. They'll be fine. Um, the problem comes from our little uh, surprise guest. Next slide. Yes. Oh, a surprise guest. Is it the Pope? So oh, no. the broker. The broker went to frickin' London and bought some other train sets that are being retired. Uh, not, not to London, to like fucking Penzance. This is a GWR. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he flew to Lyra. London, but uh, yeah, he he got these and uh, kept saying they were for Train Maya. And and the news took picked it up as they're going to train Maya, which is pretty much grade separated, not running yeah. with the AAR fro- freight profile. And then DM us to tell us this. Yes. Uh, Rutro Raggy, <laughs> what's that? 
<laughs> oh yeah. shit! Who let this in here? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? It's it's lost, you know. <laughs> so now it. Oh my goodness! Now it's I in a rail yard. Small with- bean. Oops, <laughs> <Oomps taps> anxiety. <laughs> again, again, if you don't if you don't see the slides, this is this is an HST. It's a British HST. I don't yeah, know it's a- w- what it's why. Have you done this? When I first saw the pictures that this was happening, I I made a noise I have I, I didn't know I could make. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying it was it, it was kind of like it was like a short horror is how I would describe mm-hmm. the noise. I got um, I got yeah. Mexicans to listen to the Great Heck episode talking about these things, uh, specifically about this the day this showed up being like oh my god it's going to get blasted by a G. It's going to um, get blasted mm. by a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, quite a few people that work for Pemex know the joke Land Rovo Defendo now, and I find it funny <laughs> as fuck. Magnificent. Um, anyway, so yeah, these, these, are, these are happening, and these are happening on the same railroad that's running oil trains, that's running container trains, that's running big, ugly GE locomotives. It's running big, ugly SD70 ACAEs. And next slide, please. See the little one? See the little guy? Oh, the little guy. A little guy oh. right here. Just a oh, little guy. Jesus. Just a little birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a train that was designed to be as light as possible by a bunch of short sleeve shirt-wearing British rail engineers in the 1960s, I, I like, early I like 70s. That you said- Said shirt wearing with disdain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a yeah, short sleeve shirt. You know, I'm painting it. I'm painting a you know an image for our we fine need, we need a bunch of need a bunch of guys in kilts and no shirts. <laughs> so uh, pretty much, I'd yeah. army yeah. of Garrets. Yes, yeah, we need yeah, a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Of, we need true. a bunch of like uh, the fucking uh, what's what's the word? What's the what's the guy? Highlanders. You know, <laughs> yeah, oh, a bunch yeah. of Highlanders. Yeah, then I'll do it. Uh, no, this this is this is just a bunch of guys wearing corduroy trousers and 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 blue shirts uh, with the sleeves rolled up. And uh, and mustache, kind of just basically exactly what I look like when I go to work. Actually, in fairness, um, <laughs> but like uh, in a seventies version where you've spent like right. the past thirty years smoking, uh, you just kind of like everything is much more dismal. Yeah, I there's a lot more exactly lead in my blood. Yeah, 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 uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Few, fewer microplastics though, so it kind of swings. They're also that. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Point, yeah. They hadn't invented asthma. Uh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. I made this slide to compare like the the types of wrecks, but there was a oopsie daisy, and I forgot to put the other two. My bad. But I just want to no, point but, out but, that the I, HST I see the point you're making. is as tall as the window band of the Amfleets. Um, mm. One and two, uh, it disappears behind the oil tankers. Uh, yeah, which is again. I'll just reinvent. I just just reinforce the point. Designed to be light, <laughs> so that it could achieve. High speeds, 125 miles an hour in existing braking distances. Uh, so this thing is light, and, and also uh, they've what they've done is they've painted over with a an, a shiny new livery. I assume also very poorly kerned with the you know like Gobierno de Mexico. On that. We'll get there. And what they've done is they've painted over the the big yellow Ivers face of it, which means that what you have in the sort of view from this is you have the experience of a child in front of a Ford Raptor <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Wearing all black. <laughs> uh, so, so I want I want you to, the the point this was going to make is like when an Amfleet smacks a train at sixty mile an hour, it tends to just kind of like like the people inside it get turned to glue, but it tends to not deform. 
Yeah, you just like, hammer out the like uh, dents on the software. Yeah, bits there's good. there's yeah, there's not it out. crash management in it per se, but like bud don't break, so it tends to be like it glances off. It it does things where, and this is on the American freight rail system. It tends to just move uh, um, to a certain extent. You got to have it, you know, maintain integrity when it whacks into yeah. a CSX locomotive, like you're seeing here. You know, the locomotive's completely wrecked, but the, the train car, the passenger car is largely intact. Uh, people in there didn't have a good time, but, you know. Yeah, they're souped now. But the people, yeah. but but the people in that car didn't have a good time in the front. Yeah. The rear, they were f a little uh, wacky, but they were fine. Um, you know, in, in 188, that's the car on the bottom one. It rolled over, and it it's fine. It, it just ouchied a little. Um, oh, there's the point I'm trying to make going into what's coming is that they deform in ways that you wouldn't expect, like the one actually soda canned, but like you really have to try and break these things for them to break. And that's great when you have a network with a bunch of grade crossings with cars, when you have issues where like the two we sold, one got smacked by a backhoe and I put it back in service. Um, I, me. A guy, mm. not Amtrak. So, it, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's they're fixable one, but even more so that like they're hard to get to the point you have to do real work to unscrew them. And three, they're a lot safer because of it. You have a lot more survivable space, right? You're yeah, not you have a, car a lot collapse into you and turn you into. You may be turned to mush from G forces, but you won't be turned to mush from the car actually failing, which right. is at least one at least one aspect there which is better than the other one where the car fails and then you get compressed into a sort of sardine can i think the oh, best yeah. way i've ever heard it put and then we'll move on is it's a lot better to everything just goes blank all of a sudden from getting smacked versus getting shredded and bleeding out and that's always been my thought with the the american freight rail system yeah is i'd much rather just be like ouch instead of Oh no, you know, but next slide, please. And at this point, I'm not the expert, but I can see yeah, something yeah, bad's some, about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, sort of I don't have a huge amount that. to say about this slide, but I'm going to just point out a few things. Yeah, Ross, maybe you want to point out a few yeah. things. So these are, on screen right now is, is some Mark III coaches uh, designed in 1968, in, uh, introduced in the early 70s. Um, I will say, very safe coaches through their lifespan um, from when they were introduced right the way through into the 80s. And, and indeed, in some of, the, some of the big rail crashes happened in the UK in the 90s that, that these were involved in, they performed really well. Since then, though, they uh, you know, through the 90s, a load of crashworthiness standards were introduced um, and everything else got a lot safer. These did not. So by modern measures, but also they're safe when they're running in amongst rolling stock that is... Um, the same size as it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so so Ross, you might have a couple of things to say about this, and then I and then I'll get I'll, I'll get my teeth sunk into this. Yeah. This, so what the hell what, we're talking about here? What we're looking at is one of these Mark III coaches, and it is coupled to a regular American freight car. This is a covered hopper that might be carrying. It looks like a shorter one, so that could be cement or something like that. Something really really bulky and heavy, and that you know just if that if it were to whack into that at high speed or even at medium speed, you're going to have some problems. Um, 
it looks like it, it looks a bit like someone has mixed two different like model railway yeah, gauges exactly, together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, well, ironically, like this one is OO and this one is real HO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is sort of uh, the the American freight car is very large. It's a very large thing. It's very heavy. It has a lot of momentum of extra height again on top of on top of this. In yeah, terms of height alone. Just a quick question. Do we run our freight cars bigger than other countries or are they standardized? Um, only India and Russia have larger ones. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. But, cool. thank you. Yeah. The, the 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 AAR style freight car is one of the biggest in the world. Um, yeah. Even if on they the were standardized, Britain couldn't use them because we have a tiny Victorian loading gauge. Yeah, our loading Britain. gauge is real tinsy. Yep, Britain has the smallest loading gauge. That's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for, for the listeners, the loading gauge is sort of just the the size of car that will fit through bridges and tunnels and so on and so forth. Yeah, the like dimensions of the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and in yeah. the United States it's the plate system. You get plate A through like G. Um Yeah, and that doesn't have a, anything a to do with track is gauge. Like small. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important to, to distinguish the fact that track gauge, which is the distance between the inside face of the running rails and loading gauge are essentially entirely unrelated. Which is why when people talk about the Great Central Railway in the UK and try and make out... No, sorry, when they talk about broad gauge and Brunel's broad gauge and say that would have magically made railways better if we'd adopted that, I tell them that they're idiots because, uh, as you can <laughs> see, I, I this is a standard gauge... Just like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> this is a standard gauge railway, the same track gauge, and two very different loading. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, Jared, I mean, it's actually yeah. based on Roman cart paths. Yeah. Had we not built a bunch of like tiny Victorian bridges and stuff, you know, we could get the, ch the quick fix of, uh, you know, doubling the capacity of the East Coast mainline by putting double decker uh, carriages on that. But <laughs> can't do it because of Victoria. No, because we'd also have to widen the six foot because we have a really narrow six foot. The distance between the ah, tracks is really yeah. narrow in the UK as well. So, yeah, we'd. We'd have to rebuild our entire railway system. Uh, so anyway, uh, maybe they, maybe let's talk about let, let's. Uh, Ross, did, if you fit, let's hop did, onto the next slide. Go did for it. They refit this with the knuckle coupler. No, it does have that. Does look oh, okay. That does to me look like the Janny coupler that that is standard on the. Um, the interestingly, only on the uh, non HST coaches. So these are the Mark Threes that were built as as, as local haul coaches, ah, not uh, not the HST ones, because the HST ones just had a drawbar sort of in between a permanent drawbar because they were a fixed formation. I'm going to use the phrase hanging on by a thread of bringing this mm. into the yard when they did it. It was, I wouldn't move a train at a mile an hour the way that came into that rail yard. Oh my <laughs> so, so they just they just hooked this onto some freight cars and then moved it with the, oh my Jesus. And then put a chain around it. How? Did they just chain between? Because the yeah, coupler, coupler on the yeah, coupler on the US uh, freight car there is, I mean, presumably halfway up the height of the coupler of the. That, the it's the like three. right at the tip. It's. I wish I had the the picture that I can see in my head. It's like right at the tip. It's close enough to where they were like touching, uh, but they chained it to touching each tips. other. Just to, yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's real bad, nice. man. Real bad. They're nice and rusty so, too. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Go on, Ross. Next slide. Let's let's talk about the HST. Yeah, we'll we'll talk uh, about the HST a bit. Why is there uh, a Mazda here? Why is there a Mazda here? Well, well, I tell you what, Roz, I'm going to explain what the HST. I'm going to say what is an HST, and I'm going to do that for 30 seconds, and then Roz can explain why a Master 323 is on this uh, screen right now. <laughs> um, 
the Intercity 125, introduced in the mid-70s in the UK, um, uh, it was a fantastic train. And there's the there's the what what they originally looked like. That's they they put they repainted a, a car there. That's Sir Kenneth Grange. Um, uh, it, they looked that they looked great. They were you know the, this this really sleek design. They were part of a, a massive transformation of of Britain's rail network. Um, admittedly, they're part of the reason why our railways are kind of so screwed now is because they worked too well. So they meant that we didn't we stopped bothering to electrify railways, and also we were just like ah we don't need any new high speed lines either because these things kind of work. But they did. They were brilliant. They were comfortable. The the they they were you know okay. We're going to put the power car to one side. The there was uh, two power cars at each end, by the way, two diesel power cars with a bunch of these Mark III coaches in between. Uh, when I say Mark III coach, British Rail, and uh, we went through this actually for for the for a previous episode, so everyone should know British Rail Mark One, Mark Two, Mark Three, and Mark Four coaches were all British Rail built coaches. Um, we have Mark Fives now, but they're built by CAF and they're not very good at all. Um, so Mark III coaches, uh, as I say, they were really the Mark III coaches very good. They rode very well. They were spacious. They were comfortable. They were most critically air conditioned, which I think is the thing that really made a difference to people uh, traveling around. You know, big transformation in comfort. So they were great. They were successful. They traveled at 125 miles an hour. That's 200 kilometers an hour. Um, thanks to this train, Britain had uh, and embedded itself as having the highest average speeds of passenger trains um, for a time in the world, but certainly um, in uh, in in quite a lot of the world. Um, Thanks to the fact that it meant that we get a load of our other reasonably fast trains that then sped up local services as well. So this was a good train and, and, and a great success. But also you'll note that I'm using quite, you know, 1970s here. This is yes. not a new train. There was a lot of um, was in that statement. Yeah. Yes. Because we, until far too recently, were still running these as frontline 125 mile an hour intercity services. Um, and yes, there are a series of problems with these. Um, and as Roz is about to do in, in, in this bit related to the Mazda 323, um, object deflectors in front of the front bogies is an example of a thing that was not very good on them. Because yes. when an Intercity 125 gets uh, snazzy with a Mazda 323 from a, a some, um, some absolute uh, <laughs> who has decided to commit suicide on a level crossing, well, Roz, next slide, please. Yeah, the bad things happen after Nervit. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm going to slightly come to the defense of the train here because actually the train was upright and safe uh, and, and actually, okay, some damage to the front power car, but, but would have been much safer except that then hit a, uh, some redundant S&C and went everywhere. Um, and you can see this is not good. This was not going at full speed. This is a train going about 100 miles an hour. Bad things have happened here. Uh, what, what's S&C? Sorry. Uh, points, switches and crossings, forgive okay, me, yeah. uh, using my nomenclature. Yes, it, you can see the points that it hit. So the train was running upright and in line and would have just continued, you know, it was losing energy, running in the ballast. It would have probably safely come to a stop without killing all the people it killed um, had it not hit this redundant SNC that was located far too close to a level crossing and should have been removed and made safe years years before. Uh, I lecture on this. Uh, it's a particularly good example of um, switch on all the levels in your CAD, you dopes, uh, when doing design. Um, <laughs> anyway, right, okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the next slide so we can talk about crashworthiness. Here is a reasonably modern train cab. This is what it looks like. On the left, you can see there is a fiberglass thing that makes it look pretty. On the right is the actual rail vehicle. Um, and you can see there's a load of stuff going on here. There is protective uh, sort of steel, you know, very carefully steel-reinforced um, cab framework to protect the driver. 
Um, there is energy absorbing uh, sort of crumple metal that you can see in the kind of the black there is is sort of metal that's designed to kind of crumple in a very carefully designed way to absorb a maximum amount of energy up to certain levels. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, Ross. The first time, the ones at the solar bar level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can see at the front uh, there. There's, there's the ribbed thing is called an anti climber. Uh, so that there uh, means that if you've got a low speed collision with another train, uh, the fiberglass shatters and 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 sort of it, the trains lock into each other, so it stops them overriding each other and telescoping. Um, the for the the, the uh, sorry the coupler absorbs a lot of energy as well. This is a design. This is designed to absorb energy. There's a load of uh, you know, lots of FEA kind of finite element analysis to make sure and testing, physical testing to make sure this thing hits the driver in a collision with another train at kind of lower speeds or with, you know, like uh, a, a, a level crossing, all this sort of stuff. Um, next slide, please. Uh, here ah. is a conveniently cross-sectioned ah. uh, HST what if, cab. What if you just had all of the fiberglass and none of the steel? Correct. Mm, yeah. The HST it cab saves here on so much weight. Yeah, yeah, it saves weight. Well, I mean, literally, yes, that the, much of it. But also, we didn't care you about our drivers. They were in unions. Uh, you got, so, uh, <laughs> you got a big door now, so you can leave. Yeah, uh, exactly. So yeah, you can we see. We blasted this convenient hole for you. Yeah. So in the previous in the previous slide, you had um, a you know the cab fiberglass had been removed, so you could see this protective structure underneath. As you can see here, we've just uh, very conveniently not used CGI. In fact, we've used um, some coal wagons to cut a cross section. In the HST cab here, and you can see what the crash structure is formed of. Uh, it's formed of a an upturned bathtub, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, oh, um, this is just a fiberglass cover sat on top of basically a flatbed car onto which the engine is also strapped. Um, this is oh, no. there is no protection for the driver at all. On the so that's the left hand side. That was one. Of, that was one of the Paddington rail crashes. One of the crashes on the approach to Paddington. On the right-hand side is the recent parliament derailment. The the kind of cylinder shape that you can see in the middle of screen buried under some trees uh, and on fire is the remains of an HST power car. Uh, the driver was killed in the uh, in this image because the cab structure taking the what's known as the desk with it. So that's the desk that has all the you know the, the controls for the train um, was simply just basically removed in the impact of this had with the ground the cab structure just simply fell off um at speed and essentially totally disintegrated leaving just the flatbed bit and, and you can see the back wall uh, of the cab there that white at the end um mm -hmm. on the kind of the right hand uh, side of the that's the back of the inside of the cab um in fact you can see it's the same as the back of the inside of the cab on the on the left hand side you can sort of see it's the same thing um, and then just the battered remains of the engine. This is there is no crashworthiness to this vehicle. It's hopeless um, uh, by modern standards. Absolutely hopeless. To be fair, by any standards, when this thing was introduced, it had no crashworthiness. So that's the cab. So as you can imagine, that's the bit that's going to collide with a big crane. Yeah, such a thing might happen. Or, or and a pickup it truck, go well. like stored on the tracks, or, or you know, farm or vehicle, fucking the ground. If you know, just the, a cart. The a horse, uh, yeah. yeah. Truck full of animals. Robo Defendo. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, not... Uh, a not. tanker truck. A tanker truck would be very likely. Yeah, one of those uh, Pemex right double way, tankers. That'll be fun. Yeah. This right-of-way has very few protected crossings, but quite a lot of unprotected crossings. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, not not great. Um, what about the... So, that's the driver uh, total. 
What about the passengers? Let's go oh, to the next one. Oh, they don't look like they're doing too good. Oh, oh, oh I was right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. So these, this is, uh, this is this is the Mark III coach. Now, there are reasons why these Mark III coaches ended up being bent completely over. The collisions that were involved were very high-speed collisions. We're talking 125 miles an hour. These, oh, at 45 miles an hour, they will actually perform really well in it, even with a big, nasty, American-sized locomotive. The Mark III coaches will actually perform remarkably well. You will be surprised how well they will perform. However, <laughs> they are old, and they, as I say, lack any modern crashworthiness standards. So these are steel monocoque coaches, but they are also over 50 years. These are 55-year-old coaches. They're, okay, not all of them were built 55 years ago, but the design of these is five years old now. Um, and you can see that they, if you get the forces wrong... They are just bent. They can just they completely disintegrate, and you lose any protect space. Let's pop on to the next slide. I assume this G here is for good. All the people were good in here, right? Uh, let's go just with say yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what it, what it, what is it actually? Uh, it's the coach number. Actually, it's just oh, the coach the coach designation for the for the investigators oh, wow. and, and the, for the uh, emergency uh, services. I, I thought this was two different coaches, and I was like, "Why is there G on that other one?" Is that, no, 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 that's like, the same, yeah, one. same one. It's just oh, yeah, folded like same, a pen knife. Okay. Same coach, yeah. completely yeah. folded yeah. over. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Um, so this is after Nerva again. This picture that we're looking at, um, and this is a good picture to kind of talk about everything that isn't good on these coaches. So firstly, this this coach has rolled over um, and had a bogey, which is the name of what the US, you call the trucks, the thing that the wheels are attached to, um, that has flown off it and landed through it. Um, it doesn't look very happy, as you can see. This is, so we're going to start from one from the ends and work our way in. The first thing we're going to talk about is, is, is passenger vehicle integrity. Uh, as you can see in the previous images, there wasn't any left. In this one, it's not as bad. So the windows have all shattered, or most of them have shattered, which isn't good because people fly out of them. But the uh, the actual vehicle has, has not been too badly compromised, other than in the middle where there is a five and a half ton bogey in it, um, or five and a half ton truck. Uh, um, so that's uh, the first thing is that these um, these are fine if they crash in line, but as soon as there's something that spreads them around, um, uh, things don't go so well. So the first thing is passenger vehicle integrity. Um, they don't have modern um, sort of uh, collision energy management, as in they don't distribute energy through the coach like like modern trains do. Um, so a lot of forces get randomly. The, the reason you have collision energy management, partly is to reduce how much the accelerations people in the train experience in a crash, but also it's so that the energy is distributed in a controlled, predictable way so that you don't get weird buckling. So that the a bit like the, the, the picture of the front of the cab earlier, the front of the train has bits of metal that are designed to crumple. They're designed to kind of do the thing that happens if you crush a loo roll in your hand. Um, you know, like a, a, anything cardboard, it sort of crushes uh, in, in a funny sort of crumpled up shape and that absorbs energy. Um, this doesn't have that. So that's one thing. The next thing that's really quite bad with these is bogey retention, is the truck retention. These things, basically, you can just lift them off the trucks and there is nothing holding the truck to oh the vehicle which is why this one as you can see doesn't have any left there's no like, on a like yeah. two five and a half ton like uh things with like wheeled bogies exactly whatever. so these things they disappear off they exactly as you say become five and a half ton projectiles now once again in in what these are going to be used for lower speeds that's not going to happen they're going to stay in one piece but if they get hit if you hit them with a lump hammer, i.e. a big G locomotive, um, 
there's a lot of energy being uh, flung around. So yes, the bogey can yeah. fly off as projectiles. Um, we've already talked about the couplers. The couplers on these are crap. They have absolutely no resistance in either, either the vertical or a twisting plane, so they just break immediately. The thing you always want to happen with a train crash, okay, okay there's some academic debate on this, but I think the, the majority of the, if you're going to do a Cochrane review on it, uh, I think the, the evidence is that you want your train to stay in one piece because it's more likely to stay upright. It's less likely to spread out and do the thing that happened here after Nervit. You want it to keep stay in line. So couplers need to be strong, and the couplers on these coaches are not strong. Um, the last problem with these, uh, okay, they don't have anti-climbers, which is the thing with the little ribs, but they're, okay, so fine. So quite a lot of trains don't have that. But the other thing, the last thing of these is they are, as I said, decades old. And in the Carmen collision, or indeed, if you speak to any, any poor fucker who has to maintain these things, they're still running, by the way, in Scotland. Sorry, Alice. Um, <laughs> they are absolutely riddled with rust. They are so rusty because they're steel and they've been running for decades. In Britain, which is, Britain is the country equivalent, the geographical equivalent of a wet sponge you've left on the side of your kitchen sink. Like, it's so wet here. It smells that bad too, by the way. It's it's cold and wet, and now we're sending them to the part of Mexico which is hot and wet, which is going to be even better, I assume. Yes, these are going to rust away like uh, an Austin Allegro. It's going to be magical. Um, They are are just not going to, so all of that, like, as I said, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, particularly in the 80s and 90s, when they did have a few heavy collisions, they performed really pretty damn well. But they were still in reasonably good condition at that point. They are very much not anymore. So, yeah. Um, uh, next slide, please. Oh, it's so a beautiful we just them and make them look nice. The oh, yes, we're yeah, going to run the, them. Wow. The girls on it. Yeah. It has the girls sure. on it. Yeah. It has, uh, I'm going to uh, hand yeah. back to Scooter to talk about how uh, the, everything of the, I've just said is definitely not a problem, probably. Uh, well, I mean... So you kept saying that like these are these will be fine if they like bump something and stay together, but like the American rail system doesn't work that way. <laughs> yes. Um. It sounds the way it sounds to me is like if well, and then the reason yeah you're exactly because again in, in the UK we actually do have um complete signaling systems that are pretty effective and protective. In fact, the reason that these things these HSTs crashed in the nineties on the on the, the, the Great Western Main Line into London was because they'd isolated these safety systems for various stupid reasons. So we actually do have good protective systems that stop big collisions happening in the UK, generally. Um, so, I, so yes, those don't exist on this line. I don't know what the signaling arrangements are on here or if there are any. Have you ever seen the movie Under Siege 2 Dark Territory? That's what's about to happen here. <laughs> Alice keeps threatening me with, yes. uh, with, yeah. uh, with, with uh, watching it for a... a a, an episode of a of another pod. That's right. To, uh, go and watch. Yes. So um. Yeah. yeah. That, At some point, I will. I've been saving it. I am extremely excited for that episode. It's one of my favorite <laughs> bad movies with another disaster yeah. train in it. The Colorado rail car, Marlboro train cars. Um. Oh but, God, that's point, another episode. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to do that. Point. Point. Point being is like. Stuff hangs off the side of loads all the time. So it sounds like, it, you know, one, you get a, a big, heavy oopsie that bonks these that's just going to implode. The the thing that concerns me the most is is running in dark territory. Like, yeah, you might have not even a passenger train on passenger train, although watching an Amfleet go through one of these would be an interesting uh Interesting yeah, I think crash. go through is the correct yeah, yeah. way to describe yeah. how that would go. But like one of these freight trains, something more than telescoping. Well, yeah. Yes. 
Well, the container, yeah. the one that scared, the one that like you get the waking nightmares about is the container train, you know, hitting that SD 70 and then a bunch of objects get loose and go for this. And even if they don't hit, you know, all it takes is a container train laying over. And there are sightings, but it's it's not good railroad. There's also been landslides through this railroad. Um, yeah, see, that's the thing that scares me. So the picture that I showed you of the of, from Carmen, the, the Stonehaven uh, crash, the, the, the kind of the green one a few slides back, um, of, of the remains of the, yeah, one. this one. Yeah. Um, that was, a, uh, well, it was actually a, a failed drainage system that washed out onto the track. But to all intents and purposes, it kind of the equivalent, it, 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 if the effect was a landslide. Um, and that's what I'm thinking is is actually the threat because the these yeah. will not perform well under those circumstances. Well, there's, frankly, there's that, and then there's also the 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 again the Pemex tanker double tanker truck and the the guy driving his you know 1980 whatever anything just sitting out there not knowing that this thing's about to come through at 60 mile an hour and just launching it in one of these. Yeah rough track scenarios where anything that the grade can the track can essentially do anything because it's not set properly and now the train's going to do anything because it ain't set up for this um, also these are designed for much these you know okay relatively speaking um uh, things have got a bit bad recently because of modern inverted commas network rail modernization but generally, mm. our track quality is pretty damn good in the UK. Um, perhaps not compared to our um, mainland European colleagues, but certainly compared to the US, I dare say our track quality oh, you guys uh, outside of the ASL, you know, in the Northeast oh, Corridor, uh, track quality is really good. And that's what these were designed to ride on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I guess the last thing I want to bring up is, is there is there a parts availability for these? Like, not used there parts. There is not, okay. no, because we are, well... There are loads of them in sidings, so actually, yes, there is. There are loads of parts going around, but for the power cars, you know, these things are actually the good thing about these is that they are in a point where obsolescence wasn't such a thing because everything is like electromechanical or just raw mechanical. So there's nothing. There's no like. So actually, the things that replace these on the East Coast Main Line, we're nerding out now, and I'm, this won't take long. Sorry, everyone. Um, I'm sorry, everyone listening. Uh, actually, you all love this. The hogs love this. So it's fine. Um, uh, the, the, also, the, they've already been here for like three hours, Gareth. It does not yeah. matter. The uh, the things that replaced these, the Class ninety ones and and, and Mark fours, the two two five sets, um, were built in the late eighties and early nineties, and actually have, have kind of in a way been outlived by some of these. Of a lot of big, you know, it's like all the PCBs are printed on like a centimeter thick PCB, and all the electronics looks like three times too big because it was when you had all the electronics, but it was old electronics. So actually, those have become more obsolescent than than the kit in this, which is all like it's just a, a diesel engine, and and it's all pretty lunky. Uh, electro, uh, sorry, mechanical or just electromechanical stuff. Fair enough. Um, anyway, I digress. Yeah, like it, with, say, the Amfleets, for instance, like there's only one stream of parts, and it's mainly through a company called Wabtech, which there's there's another episode, but um, <laughs> like there's there's this evil company based in Pennsylvania called Wabtech where you can get most of it, but like you get into some of the heritage cars, especially like the domes and stuff, and they're they're really you can get it made, but not in any kind of reasonable timeline where it sounds like you can pe- you can pillage the other train sets, but is there is there like an actual production still? No, 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 no there absolutely is not. This, the, 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 and that's part of the reason these are retired is that, yeah, there was no source of new parts for these. You, you just have to pillage a load of other 50-year-old gotcha. trains to find something that's vaguely better. So if it gets like sideswiped in the rail yard, 
with no one on it, that train sets. I don't even know if there's a supply of the fiberglass cabs left anymore. So there used to be a pile of them in in the various depots because they'd they'd get hit by you know like a really bad bird strike or something that would shatter the nose, and you just you just swap the cab nose. The idea of that Um, in the United States is impossible, man. (laughs) You hit a a bird hits one of these locomotives, it explodes (laughs) on our side. Okay, well that that doesn't make me feel any better. So it's it's pretty much like they're spent. There was this huge thing in the beginning where they were worried about spending the people's money on something that wasn't going to work or be easy to keep running. And it sounds like it's oh dear, yeah, uh, <laughs> sounds like they did Let's both of those things. It sounds like mm-hmm. because it was available, it was there. And there, there's one more thing I promise is oh, I don't understand why. Everyone that in Britain that sees these things goes like, oh, it's so great they made it to the United States that or the North because America. Britain is a stupid fucking country know, filled really. with nostalgist but morons. Everybody that's yeah, involved, that's including the 125 group, is like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. The 125s will run forever in Mexico. And it's like, are, what? They'll run for a couple weeks, maybe. Yeah, until they like, not- wipe out and kill everybody. I, the is... first power, the first operational power car of these has been in the National Railway Museum in York for years. Like I cannot extend, I cannot overemphasize the extent to which these are heritage museum pieces. Right, where our museum pieces are just because they're outdated, but they're built to last forever. Like they, like again, the dome. Like you could hit the dome with a one of the battleships, and I would question which one would win. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, this is this is uh, a a question I've been having as I've been watching this developing is where the fuck is the railway press? Like, you know, it's, it's, this you, is it's, 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 it's us. Yeah, it's us. I, I, I'm kind of like okay, uh, if you're like Trains Magazine or you're like Railway Age or you're someone, and you look at this and you say, "Holy shit, they're sending HSTs to Mexico," should you be saying? Wow, they're sending HSTs to Mexico, or should you Maybe be saying? Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Are they running it in mixed traffic with freight trains? Holy crap! Have they built the Abuela Killer? Um, <laughs> I can tell you why that is because certainly for the UK uh, railway press, the backlash I got when I criticised these trains after Carmen was absolutely enormous. People wrote articles. They shouted at me. They screamed at me. They sent me little emails, like telling me to politely withdraw what I'd said. Um, people absolutely lost their fucking minds, and it's just because they see they grew up with these trains. They saw them as modern when they were kids, and they believe that the that they are the fucking they they that they came out of that they were unsheathed, like uh like by you know uh, I, I'm going to say a little blasphemy, so maybe I won't. But anyway, let's just <laughs> no, they, they came out of means. God's anus. That's what they that's what they think. Um. Uh, and uh, no, Christian blasphemy. Don't worry, Alice. I'm, I'm not. I'm there. <laughs> I, I know who to shout at. Um, I've, got, I've got this HSD with a livery I've drawn on it of the Prophet Muhammad. I. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know why the railway press in the UK has just gone. Oh, look, that's nice. They're going to run there, isn't that fantastic? They uh, they're going to have a comfier ride than us on our plastic crap we have here. Shut the fuck up. Uh huh. Well, and this... go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, and like here, like Trains Magazine has written like a, a, a small number of articles about the Interoceanico and the Tren Maya, and most of it's just like, 
oh, wow, look, they have these Chinese locomotives of this model number, or, oh, look, they've brought in the HSTs, or, oh, look, this is the first Amfleets in Mexico. No one's actually ever substantially reported on this project, like, at all, like, in a way that maybe you would be critical of it in any fashion um, from is, the railroad aspect. Uh, this is going to be the yeah. first running government, like, nationalized railroad in Mexico in years, and no one has said anything about it in the United States, which, like, they jizz themselves over El Chepe anytime it's brought up, or the tequila train. They're just like, oh, my God, it's the best ever. And you're like, one thing we've experienced a lot and why I know that it's I'm not worried about the government of Mexico. They don't scare me compared to the foamers, because the second we released, <laughs> we were sending the dome down there. Everybody's like, it's gone. It's gone forever. They scrapped all the cars down there. That place is a shithole. Uh, you know, it it, uh, it and wrote it off. And it's like, OK, even if even if it goes poorly, that happened because in the after NDM, they had no reason to keep the cars. Right. Um, yeah. And that happened in the United States after Amtrak didn't need cars. They scrapped a lot. What you got out of it was the leftovers. Um, yeah. It's it's not like Mexico can't run a railroad because like some inherent Mexicanness. It's right, because right. of the same reasons that like any of our countries also routinely fuck up those things. It's like the yep. opposite problem of what's happening with HS2. They want to run it, but they want to run it now, not in five years when it's designed and built and ready. It's mm. it's they want to go in the next couple <laughs> you can, of you hours. You can like trains too much, and you can like trains too little. And what you want is a kind of media wheel. You want like a middle way. <laughs> you like trains just enough, but you like them when they're practical. Exactly. So next slide, please. But I'm just oh, saying God. you should be able to look with your eyes and say, there is a problem here that could potentially kill a lot of people. And I think it's your duty as the railroad press, you know, because maybe about it. To, yeah. to say something, to say something right. about railroader. something you should be able to see with your eyes. I, Presumably I your area of expertise, right? Yeah, yeah. Anything, I, 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 yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. And just real quick, can you can you line the top of that tank car? Like, oh, yeah, same height, yeah, as you know, even it's, it's okay, God forbid that they never have a head on to head on. Cool, great. If that thing leans too much, it's just gonna go right down head height of the cars, yeah, yeah. Has yeah. anyone seen a picture of like, a, has anyone seen a picture of a of a, a, a of a high caliber bullet going through an egg in oh, yeah. extreme slow motion? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just gonna. Yeah. Leave, I'm just not gonna say anything more. I'm just gonna leave that image in people's minds. <laughs> yeah, I think that that maybe should be the takeaway from this podcast: is this thing is going to kill someone. It's not a matter of if; it's when. Not in the bright line fun way of like going through the bowling alley. It's it's going to be the like somebody just riding the train. <laughs> is going to eat it because the train is not set up to run there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next slide, please. God. And we're 60 days away from it. Oh, my God. 60 days away, and the thing we haven't uh, talked about is the Vosla thing. I don't want to go Vos there, because Vos it's Vos the dumbest thing. Why? What are you, bro, what are Why you they doing there? Give it, give it yeah, to what? us. So, give so, it to us. <laughs> oh, we're about to crack three hours. So, Let's do it. Yep. So this is, uh, they, they delivered this thing a couple years ago, for the Pueblo de Cholula tourist train, which ran from the Mexican National Railway Museum to Cholula, which is a sort of touristy area, right? Um, that line shut down after like two years 
Uh, they had two of these diesel electrical multiple units from a company called Voslo, and uh, uh, it, it was made in Germany. This one, at least, I believe, has a stronger cra crash structure. It does, but because it's a trap. It's meant but to it hit like some German's fucking Mercedes on his way back from the preci the precision machine parts machining parts machine machining factory, right? Like, yeah, of and course. Behind. Yeah, yeah. You okay, you smell uh, toast it, after that? I, mean, I believe these things are. Not after <laughs> yeah, they were machining precision parts. I, I believe. I believe these these same things run on the what is it? Is it Manchester that has uh, the Metrolink? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say. I think these are very similar to, yeah. to, to to Metrolink. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. are these are trams, so they're not built for mainline crash work. Like they might have crash work. They're better than the HSTs in terms of uh, low speed yeah. crashworthiness at the cab end, but these are not designed for mainline crashworthiness. They are designed as trams, as uh, exactly as Alice well, said. They're designed to collide with each other and yeah. with road vehicles. Well, there's like one though. This was designed as a tram train. God, yeah. I'm sorry I keep trying to jump in, but it's important that there's only one of these. It's it's it was eminent domain from that because they weren't using it effectively. I don't really know how it played out, but like they got it. They put it in the livery and have been like putzing it because there's two other right of ways as part of this corridor, the one to train Maya and then another shorter one. And it's that I go back to again, no one knows what's going on. There's no plan. I don't they might use this to go port to port, but they might use it to just shuttle people. This so the, the, the a genuinely sensible to way to use this look this 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 bit of rolling stock would be there was a say a non freight little branch or or, you know, or a very low freight little branch that connected to another town. This would actually be fantastic for that. Just a little shuttle that ran back and forth. It would work quite nicely in that situation. Running it on the main corridor I amongst believe... the freights. No. I believe what m most recent news I have heard is this is supposed to shuttle you from Coatzacoaltos to the to the um, uh, Tren Maya station somewhere. It's in still a corridor with lots of crossings, um, but okay. That it's lots of crossings, lots of freight. So crossings still, not yeah. such a big deal because <laughs> this thing's a, a tram train and it can cope with it. But but the freight, yes, bad. It should not be running amongst yeah, heavy rail. Yeah, and freight. again, there's not only good. one. There's there's not like a fleet of these. So like what when it breaks, what do you do? Oh, you just that's it. I think there two? might be. I haven't two. seen the other. I'm not sure. No one knows. That's the I thing. There's no press about yeah, no this. No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. This has no been knows. another problem with both this and Trend Maya is no one knows. Everyone just does stenography for press releases. <laughs> My God. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe sometimes you can maybe look at Google Maps if it updates at the right time and see where something has happened. But this is also why, like, this episode was prudent to do now. Because again, I don't mind being wrong. I don't mind this working. But the reality is, is this could just like pfft, done as soon as they start in two months. This this could. This could murder a but lot of people. But that's the reality. Is without saying anything, like, yeah, that's it's this is something is coming. But the question is, do they just did they just blow a lot of money, or is this actually are they going to do what the in initial plan was and run with a bunch of cars built for the North American system and just run very few times, or are we going all in? And the mad dash right now is all in. Next slide. <laughs> <laughs> so the meme had to be updated, uh, knowing what we know now, uh, and and names had to be removed, and it's just this is where we are. I, 
there's a lot of people that are losing sleep over this, including down there, up here, yeah, on this podcast. Uh, yeah. And then there's a lot of people that are like, yay, trains. And trains not always good. <laughs> yeah, that's not how many, how many, good, how many yeah. HSTs have they actually brought over? We don't know. I know oh, there's always a great sign. I know I, two have made it. I believe they brought yeah two two whole sets. So we, there's we know a that lot much. more that were bought. So we just don't know for what. They, good. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. The whole fleet. Oh, but Jesus. It, this is this is where it is. They're both going to run at some point. Ho- hopefully, not next to each other. The the drone footage of them passing each other is going to live in my brain forever. Um, oh my! God. And uh, you know, there's a lot of very thinks they're smart people that think this is the coolest thing ever, and it's just it's not. It's right. I I am glad to have been a part of it and delivered what. I can and hopefully can finish. Um, please, please, please let us deliver the rest. I want. I, I don't <laughs> like my job, but I still need it. Um, but like at the end of the day, I the the stuff I've worked on, I have no issues with. Especially now, like the trip was ran and it worked. Um, I know once it gets there, it's North American train stuff. Like you can get the parts, you can and you can run it on the main line and oopsie daisy. And it happens like every three days on Amtrak. I'm not concerned. The concern is is the oh god, what else is there? And uh, you know, it's what I've learned, especially today, is that uh, it's it's a lot worse than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, we can keep yeah. digging. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not it's not because yeah. the people that know what they're doing haven't said anything. So no, it's because all of those people have been assassinated by the Mexican <laughs> Navy. I, I have a child. They'll <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll send you to Mexico City. They'll give you a promotion so you're out of they're mm. out of your hair. I, ju- I just I just want to see the museums, buy some like silver jewelry or something, you know. Try the food, uh, please. Try the food, big time. Yeah, I, I am so hungry and want to eat Mexican. I have yeah. a half finished stir fry downstairs. I'm definitely going to go downstairs I, and nibble after this. I hugely appreciate Mexican cinema. Uh, I did particularly enjoy the work. It's of... not going to save you. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah save you. I know. Yeah. I know. They're going to be too focused on their own shit. I hope. I think. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. One hopes. When the Abuela Killer finally runs. Yeah, when the Abuela Killer 5000 finally goes down the corridor and just wipes out every city through there right after the, you know, right after the oil train tip tops over, um, they won't give a shit about this podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, that sneak say, under the yeah. radar once And that again. statement right there <laughs> is why... <laughs> Uh, uh, when when I'm in here again, going, can I? Anybody want a rail expert? You know why? What happened? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your WTYP promise. That's right. Yes, exactly. So the first disaster we've done before it happened. <laughs> um, oh yeah, good for us. <laughs> Public service. Um. All right. What did we learn? Uh, a whole bunch of shit. Like a yeah, whole like bunch. If anything, like too, too much. much to, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Way to go, assholes. We know too much. 
Uh, yeah, I would say that I know too much personally. Well, you, I personally never signed anything. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> see anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have to go. We'll have to go and get ourselves gotten by the uh, Men in Black memory <laughs> yes. or thing. Yeah. So we have a segment on this podcast called Safety oh, Third. Si, senor. I had a fifty percent chance there. Shake hands. I don't want to be assassinated. I don't want to be assassinated. Dear milkshake pizza boy and others. Okay, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, we'll give him that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, the pizza boy had to go back uh, to his home planet, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, milkshake's still here though. In my senior year of high school, I took a capstone project engineering class at the Redactedville Career Center. It was a well-run <laughs> vocational school with an award-winning safety-conscious faculty, but they didn't count on my friend, Jesse Kogaski. Who yeah. we refer to as J-Dog. Yeah, J-Dog, Jamal Kogashev, <laughs> whatever that guy's name Jamal was. Khashoggi. Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah. Jamal Khashoggi, yeah. yeah. A man who I have since described as a walking OSHA violation. God Je bless. <laughs> Jesse is a passionate and motivated creative, but he is, in his own words, terminally stupid. Oh. I mean, listen. Yep. That's what we are for doing yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's right. So we're all going to be assassinated, which is a shame. I, I like to be alive. One Me too. One day after school had ended and most people left the building, Jesse and I were still hard at work. I was staying late, frantically finishing the report for my engineering project, a strategy that prepared me all too well for engineering school. Jesse, oh, go to engineering school. It's a bad yeah, idea. Don't do, don't do it. Jesse yeah. had yeah. just successfully demonstrated a wood gas stove that he built from scratch and was disassembling it. Now, oh, unlike okay. a normal wood fire, wood gas stoves preheat the firewood, causing it to release gases, which are then burned. This reduces soot emissions, but these stoves require a gas pilot light to heat the wood and start the reaction. The propane pilot light on Jesse's stove was connected to the tank with a flexible rubber tube and a daisy chain of adapters that he bought on Amazon. See figure one. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, propane flow is this way for some reason. Hmm. Now, perhaps if he had consulted a reputable seller of propane and propane accessories, see figure two, <laughs> <laughs> this story would have ended differently. At approximately, well, four, did <laughs> at approximately 4.45 p.m. in the afternoon, as I was frantically... That's different from the normal way mm, that it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I was frantically typing up the conclusion of my report, I heard a, heard a loud hissing sound and saw Jesse and our teacher standing in a cloud of expanding white vapor. I began to smell gas, and I grabbed my bag and rushed out of the room. The teacher managed... <laughs> the yeah, exactly. Don't, 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 don't go in a confined space, and if you are in the confined space, get out. Leave. Yeah. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. The teacher managed to get the tank of leaking gas into a plastic bin and dragged it outside while I waited anxiously next to a fire alarm. Once the bottle of gas was outside, I relaxed a little and returned to work in an adjacent room that didn't smell of gas. Our teacher set up fans to ventilate the space as the remaining propane vented harmlessly to the atmosphere. There's an asterisk here. Um, oh, God. We'll oh, get to that no. later. Apparently, oh. Jesse had decided to unscrew adapter two, sure, mm -hmm. before removing the propane tank from adapter one. 
C figure three. Oh, yeah, that would do it. Yeah. If he had just unscrewed the tank, the automatic valve would have closed and the tank would have been sealed. But by just removing adapter two, Jesse had removed the only barrier to the release of uh, pressurized gas. See figure four. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, That's it was a only, deal, right? Yeah. Well, it was only a pound of propane. Our classroom only had one exit and no windows. Yikes. Wow, it sounds like a Drexel University situation. Yeah, you deserve... Uh, the, sorry, it's a garden classroom. Oh, yeah, it's the garden level, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see any plants down there. Anyway. <laughs> so if I had been soldering instead of typing up a report, this could have been significantly more serious. Yeah. Oh. I thought yeah. that would be the end of Jesse's misadventures with gas, but I was wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> One night when we were watching a movie together at his house, he offered to fry a couple pierogies for my friend and I. We enjoyed them thoroughly and returned to our movie. At that time, as if inspired by a sixth sense, cue shake hands with danger riff. Oh, I got a 50% chance. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I asked Jesse in the most condescending tone humanly possible, did you remember to turn off the stove? You're like, wow, I really, I'm really enjoying the taste of these like propane-made pierogies. This pierogue has doesn't have any of the kind of like, uh, you mm. know, like gasoline sort of texture of like uh, your your non-propane grill. Did you remember to turn the stove off? <laughs> As he went into the kitchen to double check, I began to feel guilty for distrusting him. Don't feel guilty. That's called crew resource management. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, never be, never be different to someone just because they're more experienced in making the pierogi. Yeah, that feeling was immediately vindicated when he informed me that he had left the skillet of frying oil unattended on a hot burner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Jesse is attending art school and, as of yet, hasn't managed to poison or incinerate himself while developing film. Wait, is he the guy who burned the Glasgow School of Art down twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Muriel Gray, yeah. Uh, here pseudonymized. <laughs> I, meanwhile, am trudging through my undergraduate degree in nuclear engineering. Sorry. I hope to work in process safety, an interest to which I credit to this podcast and the Aww. U.S. Chemical Safety Board. Oh. Thank you. The classes are tough, but the model trains make it a lot better. Sincerely, yeah. reacted. No, redacted, Greenhouse Gat. Yeah, it's... Greenhouse gas emission was comparable to burning a quart of gasoline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, that'll, that will do it. Yeah. Yep. Folks, uh, remember to handle pressurized gases safely. And also switch it off and off. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was safety third. Oh, si, senor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, our next episode is on Chernobyl, assuming that uh, nothing happens to any of us. We are all of sound mind and body. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to reiterate that it's the foamers that are going to kill us for talking bad about their choo-choo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, the, the Mexican Navy wasn't going to do it until the last si senor throw. We did it. Does anyone have commercials before we go? Uh, yeah, Gareth has a podcast called Rail NASA. You should go and listen oh, to it. Oh, thanks, Alice. Uh, Alice has a, a podcast. And Devin. Oh, shout out to Devin. Devin, I am so, so We're all sorry. We're all so <laughs> sorry, Devin. 
Um, this is this is like editor sadism to be like, yeah, this is the most critical episode to edit we've ever done. So as we don't get killed. Also, it's fourteen thousand years. Old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to David and Alice so and Sawyer's uh, podcast, Kill James Bond. Go listen to that. It's very thank you. Uh, the latest season is very good. I'm enjoying it very much. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I listen to it when my my little one is attached to me sleeping uh, because she cannot oh. sleep without being attached to me on a carrier. Well, it's very sweet. Had to get that last reminder in, didn't you? <laughs> we are almost at 100,000 subscribers. Please like, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Sma smash the subscribe how, button. If you haven't done that, I'm doing, how have you listened to three a, hours of this and not subscribed to the channel? I'm doing a big, stupid YouTube gamer face right now. You can't see that, though. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Oh just give us, give us the plaque. Give us the plaque. I'm sick of going over to Alan Fisher's apartment and seeing his plaque when I don't have one. <laughs> it's, it's messed up. We we would have to pay to get, like, two other plaques made, and I'm still gonna do it. Like, I'm yeah. gonna pay whatever they tell me to. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, so I can have a status symbol. <laughs> anyway. This has been fun. Thanks so much uh, for inviting me on as the as the um, as the kind of the, the, the additional body count. Uh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, always. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Skewer, thanks for telling us this absolutely insane story. Yeah, I was about to say. I uh, hope you, you get. I hope we manage to sell the film rights. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I I just hope I'm allowed to finish the project and have a job after <laughs> this. But yeah, but what's the worst thing that can happen? You cause an international incident. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, tried. Yeah. Already got close. What's yeah. another? Well, I think that was a podcast. Nice. Yeah. Alright. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night.